Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Warning, today's episode contains a stomach-churning live taste test of Birdie Bot's Every Flavor Beans, a firm stance at adult poo-based theme park leisure wear, sincere pinings for J.K. Rowling-approved meat pies. All that and Jessica McKenna joins us for a spellbinding discussion about the wizarding world of Harry Potter. But just the Hogsmeade part, it's Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the theme park podcast hosted by three men who all share the same childhood best friend, the chunky Epcot Center robot smart one. <laughs> Joining me as always, Scott Gardner. Yeah. And Jason one. Sheridan. Hi. Uh, and today we are joined by a very special guest from the uh, improvised musical podcast, Off Book. Is that right? Is that the name of it? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm right. <laughs> uh, Jessica McKenna. Yay. Guys, hi. Hi, Jess. I said the name of it, and I was like, "That's." I wrote it down, but I go, wait, was that wrong? It seems wrong as I said it. So. <laughs> Don't want to mess up a plug. I didn't want to mess the plug up. <laughs> Thank you. Now that I have that, I can leave. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no. Hey, come back. <laughs> I'll just add the sound effect of like, clunk, 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 door slam. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, you do have a reputation as the can podcast <laughs> like oh she's so good she gets her plug and then she gets out in and out in yeah, and out cool. podcast world you got eight more podcasts today where you're that's doing right. the same thing yeah <laughs> yeah every 15 minute interval ghosting uh so yeah today we're you're joining us to talk about harry potter Thank specifically God. the universal harry potter world which is not what that's called it's called the, the wizarding, wizarding world, world of harry, harry potter. potter right right yeah. But um, is that, to be really proper with our titles, is that what you call the entire thing, including Diagon Alley? Because yes. aren't we, we're sort of... Oh, Jason focusing, says yes, very well, authoritatively. It's, it's like the, uh, uh, I believe the marketing is the wizarding world of Harry Potter is like the overall thing. And then it's Hogsmeade for the village and Diagon Alley for Diagon Alley. Okay. So there's like a dash in between okay. Wizarding World. And we are focusing mainly today on Hogsmeade, which is <laughs> what's currently yeah. open at Universal Hollywood, right. and what is what was open in 2010 at Islands of Adventure. Although they have since expanded the Harry Potter world uh, with this di- with Diagon Alley and the train that connects the two parts. Oh my God, yeah. it's magical! Uh, so, uh, guys, I need to make a pilgrimage. I actually have been to Islands of Adventure, Wizarding World, but when it was only Hogsmeade, oh. like mm-hmm. I went. My mom um, uh, gambles a lot and gets gambling perks. And oh, sure. Wow. She gets basically a cruise a year. Great. And she, wow. because she's the sweet, kind mother that she is, she was like, do you want to do like one out of Florida and we'll go a few days early and we'll go to the Wizarding World? My mom, not a Harry Potter fan, just did this for me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's real nice. Yeah. And we stayed at like a park that got us that hour early entry. Yes. Yeah, of course. Which you was clutch do it. because like we did all of... We did like, you know, Forbidden Journey and we did, uh, you know, like the Florida one has the repurposed dragon ride, which I had been on when it was just the ice dragon, fire dragon. Then it got transformed to be part of Wizarding World. We did that. 
and then we went back and when we went back you had to like wait in line and get a ticket to like come back in and out like it was so packed yes oh yeah they were really doing that in in both uh uh sections down there in florida when it first opened and here in hollywood too they were experimenting with it early on now it's calmed down yeah and you can sort of get it anytime yeah so i gotta get back but there's I was going to say, there's a, uh, a a thing with credit cards I'm doing right now where you, uh, sure. they give you a lot of points. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. Yes. What did you say? Credit card churning. Churning? Yeah. Is that a thing? I think that's what it's called. Huh. When you like open a bunch of cards and you like- Oh, get all the points. Get all the I points. guess I am churning in a way. Yeah. There's oh, something called you, like spend money on specific things with specific cards for point building purposes. Yes. But I mean, what I'm doing right now is called the Chase Trifecta. Uh, and it's a series of three different chase cards and they all work in tandem to get you different points points for different purchases mm. so plus in addition to this these bonuses i'm saving on getting all these points uh and and i'm we're gonna go to tokyo oh so i would recommend the chase trifecta and we can certainly discuss it off air <laughs> Which this, Mike, this sounds like great. a spell that's great you're promoting this little upstart company chase bank i just this think early they're, into they're a, a podcast episode. An, and the ask. chase bank representative is nodding he got his plug he's he leaving nodding. he's putting his uh, step, step, small step, pistol away he's off to another podcast yeah oh, very thank good, you Michael. chase man he'll be menacing john gabris very shortly <laughs> uh yeah so diagon is great go to it i can't um, wait uh no. so let's before we get into it like let's let's get into a different thing let's talk about like your history with theme parks sure. what your feeling is about them what you like dislike well i'm a i'm a socal native so mm-hmm. i am uh grew up having like annual passes to disneyland um love it love disneyland very deeply um have been to disney world three times so i have almost no connection with world one of those was when i was three so like still pretty good that's a lot for a west coaster yeah yeah one of them was like very very brief i would say and then one time i went in college with like a bunch with a college improv team road (laughs) trip from chicago to orlando 24 hours straight of driving holy Um, shit yeah it was insane but we only went to magic kingdom so i have never been to epcot as an adult Never wow. been to, you know, uh, Animal Kingdom, haven't been to what used to be MGM and now is... Just Hollywood, Hollywood. Studios. Yeah. yeah. But we're waiting for any second There's now, a new name's coming down the pike, and we don't want to say one until it's more than just a rumor. But we Marvel? do know... We do know... No, it won't be called Marvel. I don't think... Oh, no. They're, we don't they're know. They're just changing the be. name of the they're Hollywood changing. Park again. Ooh. Yeah. We, Ooh. There was a list of rumors, but there is... Scott is being coy. The, the name that's the rumor... I know he doesn't want me to say this, but you know oh, what? go ahead. Whatever. Uh, it's going to be called Disney's Cinemagine, they think. Oh. In a Cinemagine park. It's just such a no valid source as uh, uh, Scott just doesn't this like this, these rumors. I'm, these are very like crazy. These are not uh, we gotta backed up. we got to get it to a bit. we got to get it. I want to see this on a on a reputable, on yeah. a laughing place or a mice chat. Screamscape. Sure. Do you trust Screamscape.com, uh, which Screamscape is another website? Screamscape is an aggregate, so I don't know if I can because they're pulling from lots of different, so depending on where they're pulling it from. Yeah. Screamscape has always been kind of a rag, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now the screen sca- screamscape rep is furious <laughs> walking out of the room. Yeah, we blew our connection yeah. there. Blew but it. Uh, um, hey, no, we've got. There's been legit scoops uh, That's from true. them too. I don't want to throw them under the bus entirely. Maybe need, maybe no, a better uh, graphic website. designer. I'll say that screamscape. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, look, we can all elevate each other. Is what I'm saying. That's all good, us yes. in the 
theme park media, which yeah. we're in now. Apparently. Rising tides. Come on, guys. <laughs> we help yeah. each other. Um, but I love theme parks. Mm. I grew up going to Knott's hey. a good amount. Um, Are you Orange County? Yep. Okay. Not a lot of Six Flags. It was a bit of a bit more of a drive and bit more of a rumor to be just full of gangs. <laughs> um, like there was this story when hair wraps were really popular. Like you'd go on a beach vacation with your family and you'd get like your your hair wrapped in thread and a little like charm at the bottom. Do you guys know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you guys know what I'm talking about? I'm you scared ever where this is going. Um, there was like a story that a, a 10 year old girl, her, she had like a blue one and it was like ripped out of her mm. head by a blood, which a hundred percent is not true. <laughs> wow. Like there's no way that's true, but that's like the orange County. Like everybody's like super conservative. Like you can't go there cause gangs will rip your hair wrap right out of your head. <laughs> um, but I did go to six flags. Like, as sort of a reward, it was a reward for passing this certain level of piano, mm-hmm. and that was a really good Six Flags trip where I went on Colossus for the first time. Um, Six Flags, great coasters. Been back, mm-hmm. you know, more as an adult, but Disneyland grew up going a lot. You know, like I waited in line the opening week of Indiana Jones. Oh wow! Like, oh shit! Three hour line. You know, in second grade wearing a Taz shirt, which now I hate when I go to Disneyland. And I see people wearing. Properties that are, are are also at different theme parks. You want to support this corporation? Yeah, I hate. <laughs> but you know, I hate seeing a Disneyland sweatshirt at Wizarding World. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. wear the. Yeah, that don't feels wear the, like a shots fired. Yeah, because Disneyland's obviously the the king of the castle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so some respect, but it is kind of like. House. Yeah, yeah but, I think so. It is kind of like though where you're supposed to not wear the t-shirt of the band. Yeah. At well, the I band's concert. In general, you think in, in amusement parks or just in general? In general, I'm like. How old are you? What level? Of, what are you wearing? Like, are you an adult? And you're wearing like a cool vintage Mickey sweatshirt. Cool. Are you wearing anything in the Pooh universe? This is weird. Are you wearing anything that's like from a dwarf? Are you like uh-huh. over twenty and wearing a grumpy sweatshirt? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, grump- I'm giving you some side. I eye. mean, the grumpy sweatshirt is a valuable warning device that people should not approach that person until they've had their coffee. <laughs> that the person's a grump. <laughs> Absolutely, you're right. I yeah. haven't been thinking of it that way. There's a whole the grumpy line is just for dads. Yes, and it's yeah. been that way forever. And it's a shirt that will just you can buy for your father that just says, "Hey, you're a grumpy dickhead," and that's like sort of the whole thing. This I'm shirt a- you're wearing right now is rad. Thank you. I like this Donald shirt, and I'm wearing. A Harry Potter shirt that is like yeah nice this type of shirt where you mm-hmm. name you know the you have ants. a list of names what do you call this type of shirt I feel like I was trying to describe ampersand list yeah yeah I guess so um, but yeah it's all the Helvetica books. ampersand list yeah, right? Helvetica, yeah. while we're yeah. doing shirt check let's go over and see what Jason's oh, wearing right uh, so Mike brought me gave me this for my birthday uh, back from when he was in Orlando it's a Margaritaville <laughs> blue polo shirt uh, like a dad would buy on it's vacation. very good I've been to that Margaritaville yeah and it it's rules. great yeah. It, it fucking rules. So it's yeah. got the seaplane outside and yep. uh, those gigantic Adirondack chairs, right? Yes, huge Adirondack chairs, which you can buy. And uh, oh yeah, you can Ooh, buy. Uh, I I was actually not in Orlando, but in New Jersey. Uh, you know, uh, one of like the beach supply stores had a bunch of them on clearance at the end of the summer, but they were all wood and already put together. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, how would I get that back to Southern California? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's a great shirt. But yeah, uh, this shirt is uh, clearly made for someone who wants to be comfortable because it's like very <laughs> properly fitted in some ways, and then like a tent in other ways. <laughs> okay, uh, everybody's got shoulders, but let's. Not 
don't worry about after that. Just make it a billowy. <laughs> yeah, just cover. make it a billowy. <laughs> Whatever your shape like, is, it'll fit under the tent. That's uh, great. Uh, I feel like men's polo shirts already. It's like there's two options. It like stops right at the waist, or it's real long. And this is definitely trending towards the latter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I also told Mike I I there was one or two tides I almost wore it before. Uh, so he like an aunt uh, who gave you a sweater could see me wearing it. But then it was times we were hanging out. We didn't say where we were going to eat. And I'm like, we could end up at that Margaritaville and people might think I work there. <laughs> like people might be complaining it about would, their dipping sauces to me. It wouldn't something. be the worst uh, thing in the world, though. Yeah. If you just accidentally got a job at the Margaritaville at City Walk. Hey, you know, <laughs> could be my new life. Uh, sir, we haven't gotten a pass from the uh, balloon artist on the stilts yet. Oh, just okay. Send her sorry. Let me look into that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sorry. She's been on the east side for a while now. Um <laughs> Uh, I also have, and not even thinking about what we were today, I got this Hervis Tumblr as a stocking set for this year at Christmas, and it's got the Marauder's Map uh, uh, on very it. Very good. I'm drinking I'm also, some coffee I'm out of it. I'm also rocking some um, lightning bolt earrings, but yep, this is, all, this is all standard. Standard mm-hmm. operating. Yeah. Just for you. You're yeah. wearing, yeah. so yeah, to go back to what you were talking about, like that's, there's a cool way to dress as an adult at these places in a not cool way. Like if I'm taking, if I have kids and I'm taking them, I, I could go full nerd. Don't care. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. But when you're a childless person at a theme park, we know, yeah. I think <laughs> our demo, guys. Like, yeah, I'm right there with you. I just think there's you can go for it, and like, I don't. I certainly don't want to like pretend like I'm some sort of too cool for school. But like, there's a certain like there is a certain line of clothing that just makes me. And from when I was a kid, not even like as mm-hmm. an adult, like I was eight, being like <laughs> that dad shouldn't be wearing so much tigger swag you know like (laughs) there's just like there are certain characters that i feel like i think mickey is safe i think any of the core is safe you can mickey is a cipher mickey you can paint anything on him and it makes sense anything mickey i think you can wear anything donald i think you can wear anything goofy and you're just like cool you're just a disney fan once you go into the other properties you i think you got to be careful i think some of it looks well a little specific and like garish and whenever they try to make it part of a current clothing trend and right. by current I mean 15 years old exactly. by the time Disney thinks of it like it's like it looks like it's supposed to be like an affliction shirt but it's just like it's just like saying like all the villains names I'm like <laughs> no I don't want to see you wear that like that's horrible right uh, you know the yeah. bigger the the face on the shirt too if it's Ursula taking over the entire yeah. from collar to to bottom uh, uh, that's that's a little obnoxious and now that there's all this like it's you know Star Wars and Marvel or incorporate there's like so many other things you can wear have you guys seen the like hip girl star wars clothes yes it's wild yeah i can't mm. decide if i love it or hate being like pandered to yeah. <laughs> yeah there's like a good version of it where they're making like girl little girl dress up clothes that are like it looks like a princess dress but it's like droid Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And they have yes. obviously like Ray dress up and they have all this kind of like new stuff that I think is for kids is like really awesome. I'm like, this is great yeah. that a girl who like likes Star Wars, but is a little girly can wear like a tutu, but it looks like C-3PO. I think that's mm-hmm. rad. But then they have this line of like, it's supposed to look like vintage clothing. It's like little cardigans that just have like in embroidering like BB-8 <laughs> <laughs> or like mm. a cool sweater, but it's just a porg or yeah. um, like truly like po- poodle skirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went twice at Christmas because Disneyland at Christmas is my single favorite thing in the world. I mean, it's mm-hmm. great. It's incredible. Yeah. And I was like, do I love this? Do I love this? Like reaching out and being like, Star Wars is for all. For all. <laughs> 
or do I hate? I think the Star Wars stuff for men and women that I tend to like are like decent quality, like vintage looking soft shirts that use like a lot of the uh, uh, 80s. um, There was a long run of 80s uh, Star Wars comic books that Marvel put out. And now it's all back in the same roof again. And so like if you can like beat up that shirt a little and use some of that art where it's like, oh, look, it's the character, you know, but it's also like the comic artists of their time put their own kind of spin on it and it looks kind of faded and vintagey like that. I I tend to agree. I think those are cool. This is like and I think this is also winking to the like growing thing of like the dapper days stuff oh, so this is yeah. like big time like you could buy this and wear it to dapper days yes which, I'm, ass- yeah. I'm assuming your listening audience knows what dapper days yes is. dapper days uh when people get dressed up in uh nice clothing uh often anachronistic clothing that's um, kind of a, in reference to that you used to dress up to go to Disneyland in the 50s yeah. and 60s. You watch old footage of people on the Matterhorn and they're all in like uh, very fine suits. Like what Archie would wear to a dance. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But also what's this? There's this the phrase, old Archie, Disney by the way, bounding. not the new Riverdale. Sorry. Oh, oh yes. Yes. No, oh, they're, Disney they're Bounding. Yeah. Cool. That's a whole other thing where people like wear outfits yes. that kind of nod yes, towards because characters. Because adults are not allowed to wear costumes at Disneyland. So yes. there's like a, there is like a, population that has figured out like different ways to yeah you'll dress in like the color palette of ursula Uh and like or you know the you'll dress in like the color palette and the way that you wear like like you're a guy who is just wearing like a white shirt and pants but you have like a big red belt so you kind of look like prince eric but like (laughs) i have a, a friend from high school is like getting sort of instagram famous for being like into both cosplay and and a lot of Disney specific yeah, cosplay sure. and Disney bounding, hmm. um, and I'm like, this is this whole world of this girl I did like choir and theater with. I'm like, where she now is like, I, I like thousands of followers on Instagram for being in this community. Yeah, really. and just to like meld our topics today, guys. Yeah, to just talk so much already on this podcast. <laughs> no, um, she is part of this thing. She does like princess stuff like i think she sort of like got through the back door of like she was like a party princess maybe still is and then started getting like better and better at it like her like really really good at doing like the makeup and her wigs got better and like getting better events and whatever and she's part of this group that does like sorts disney princess into harry potter houses so she does this whole look where she's Anna from Frozen as a Hufflepuff oh my. in like a cute schoolgirl Hufflepuff outfit, Whoa. but the Anna like braids and freckles and like Elsa is in Slytherin and she'll take like photos with another girl who's like a Slytherin Elsa <laughs> and they're like, if they went to Hogwarts... Yeah. Can we pull out like a whiteboard or something? Can you draw some lines between that? I need to keep track yeah. mentally of and how they this like works. Look good. Like they look like cute and like the out like I'm like, I see why the right, attention people. to detail of like cosplay stuff yeah. is is incredible yeah. nowadays. Is that, that, that so that's her specialty, is that area? I don't know. I think like Disney Princess Disney stuff is more her specialty, but she'll uh-huh. do and I think yeah, everything is kind of besides this Harry Potter crossover, everything's now in Disney Universe. Like she'll do some like Mary Jane cosplay. Mm-hmm. She'll mm-hmm. do some um uh she'll do like some Star Wars stuff. Another princess crossover. She did four. They did. She did for some event four princess, four Disney princesses as Pokemon trainers. Wow! Whoa! 
And you're telling <laughs> this us is this wild. is popular on Instagram? I mean, she has like, <laughs> she has like 16,000 followers. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. This, You can do this now. Yeah. You can do this. Yeah. Uh, you get a big following doing that. All of this stuff is just... We all want this stuff to be real so bad. And it yes. just yes. comes out in different ways. Like, obviously, the theme park and the immersive lands, this Harry Potter land we're going to talk about, and then Star Wars land, that's getting closer to us, like, living there. But then... It's like you're following these real people now on Instagram. So that's right. like, I feel like that's the better you can make people go like, oh, yeah, now I know like one of the you princesses. You feel like you're liking yeah. Elsa. I'm the liking real the Elsa. real Elsa. Right. <laughs> I have a different friend from camp who's really into like Harry Potter cosplay. She has like basically like she looks, she does a really good Luna. She like kind of has the look anyway. Mm-hmm. And she's like full Ravenclawed out and will just like do photos. Sh- because here's the difference. You can be in costume in Wizarding World. Yes, which is you can. wild because the yeah. costume and the like staff outfits are identical. Yeah, yeah. the <laughs> merchandise. I, I The merch is very, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but the merch is very good yes. at Harry Potter. And yeah, it looks, the the cast member clothing and the the merch you can buy as a souvenir is identical and you can put it on right there. It's very easy to yes. put a cloak on over Levi's and yes. the t-shirt. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, and people just walk around all ages and yeah. are like super into it and it's really cool. I mean, it helps like J.K. Rowling has a uh, uh, Rowling? Rowling? Rowling. Rowling, uh, Rowling has approval over everything and that I'm sure will keep coming up today. Like that kind of adds why everything <laughs> is, is so good. Yeah. yeah. So you go up that Universal Hill, you can cosplay as Harry Potter, you can cosplay as a, a, a shift manager at Margaritaville. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah all, I, all that's what I will fun. go. Yeah, uh, that's how we started on this. <laughs> me talking about this shirt Mike brought me. So yeah, you are okay. So you are wearing uh, you're, you're wearing the ampersand shirt. You're wearing the the earrings. Would you would you go uh, further or have you at Wizarding Worlds? Would you go? Would you buy a cloak? Uh, I don't uh, have a cloak. The cloaks. I mean, I I'm I'm into the school sweater. I have, I have like from just like before. I have like a Gryffindor tie, and I have like a Gryffindor track jacket from high school. Like when mm-hmm. Hot Topic like started selling like a few items. Oh yeah. Um, I think it even says like Gryffindor Seeker on the back. I'm not sure. Um, and I think I would go sweater for sure. Oh sure. I don't know that I'd go cloak. Sort of pretty a pretty like casual way to do it, or the scarf I'd imagine. Yeah, I've yeah. I think I've worn the scarf. I have I have a Gryffindor scarf, but it's like again, I remember when there used to be like Warner Brothers stores oh, in yeah. malls mm-hmm. that started carrying Harry <laughs> Potter. You're, you're products. talking Scots language here. I in the re, in the last <laughs> month, I watched a corporate uh, in-house video, uh, several of them, one from '93, one from '94, showing it was like we've made a lot of we've there's been tremendous growth this year within the Warner Brothers Studio store, and within that found like weirdo stuff of like and we're opening uh, we're opening a location in Atlantic City and here now is the, our new investor Donald Trump oh my god <laughs> you can watch Donald Trump and little Ivanka taking photos with Batman or whatever if you didn't hate these people already the fact that she got to go as a little girl and hang out with Batman <laughs> and Bugs Bunny and oh stuff oh my god um, they're insane videos that's crazy but they were were those still open with where Harry Potter merch was a possibility yes really wow. I, I thought they the, were closed long ago right the end, I think. Yes, right yeah. at the end. So there's one, uh, there was one in the Brea Mall, so uh, not far. I mean, I can hear the Disneyland fireworks from my backyard. So in wow. your Belinda. Yeah. Oh, your Belinda. Yeah, okay, yeah. So okay. Brea is our mall, 
And you ever go to the Black Gold uh, Country Club? Yes. <laughs> um, that was what I started. Uh, I've, I've, I, I had like a really great brunch there with a bunch of mimosas, and it got me golfing. That was four years ago. I've golfed ever since. Oh, that's I great. I was so delighted by the Black Gold Country Club. Yeah, very familiar <laughs> with Black Gold Country Club. Was, was there ever like, was there like a prom or anything there? Or a, um, I think there have not. I not like in my time. Uh-huh. Um, I think we, that is, there, <laughs> there was like, I think I went there one night, like with friends, and we like tried to roll around on the slick, like sprinkled grass. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> um, there you go. But it's a good country. An club. illegal yep. event. Yeah, ooh, mischief, <laughs> mischief. Um, so Bramall had one, and I remember like so Harry Potter got purchased by Warner, but like they got the movie rights when I was like in seventh or eighth grade, mm. and that was like the last year that that store was open and they had very few products but they did have some like I remember I got a just all black mug that in gold writing just in the Harry Potter font just said Harry Potter and I got like I think I got a stuffed Hedwig and I got two posters that were but they were just like cartoon it was like Harry playing uh, Quidditch and like I can't remember what the other one was Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Are we talking pre-movies? Yeah. Wow. So the yeah. movies weren't out yet. But not they had even, the license to But they make already movies. had the, like, yeah. yeah, because they had bought the rights. So they were starting pre-production. Okay. And so all the products were, like, vague. They were, like, they just would say Harry Potter. They'd be, like, really simple. They weren't yet, like, things that had, like, the likeness of the people who were in the movie. And now this, <laughs> I around the time of the first movie coming out, like, Universal was not the first park to have Harry Potter. Uh, movie World Australia briefly had uh, a walkthrough of, like, sets around the time of the first and second movies. Amazing. And they were closed very quickly after that because then they, huh. they made the uh, Universal deal. This would have also likely been the time that uh, Disney, with lots of rumors over the years that Disney took meetings early on and uh, fucked up. Like Jeez, they like, no uh, uh, they, they had proposed like some very small Harry Potter attractions as opposed to Universal who handed over like, Take it all. Uh, take it all. Take here all. is a, g- much here is a checkbook. <laughs> write, write however much you want on We're it. planning explosives at the Gibson Amphitheater already. Yes. Space wow. is yours. That's awesome. Um, but Jeez. yeah, Disney much more uh, uh, protective, much more hands-on. And, and Universal, like, yeah, gave the uh, JK Rowling, like, 
full con- like final say over everything where like mm. there has been times where stuff had to be taken down because she was like no that doesn't look <laughs> right she apparently she like checked every- everything on the menus she i'm sure we'll do a bigger run about food later but she like yeah. personally taste tested everything apparently mm-hmm. oh is that right hell yeah that's yeah. whatever yeah. Crazy. hell yeah uh, uh, it shows. Uh, uh, so you as a big Harry Potter fan, do you remember finding out that the theme parks were uh, coming oh, yeah. down the pike? Yeah. Yeah. Watching a video of like a, a fly through like a broom. A broom, broom through? A broom through of like <laughs> what they thought it would look like. Oh, um, and I think what what year did did Florida open? Two thousand nine. Uh, so or? here, let's get some numbers <laughs> out there. Uh, Orlando <laughs> opened in uh, twenty ten with the uh, the leads of the movie uh, there. Uh, 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 Emma Watson, uh, Rupert Grint, right? Mm-hmm. Rupert yeah. Grint. They didn't. Did they participate? Daniel Radcliffe. Were they part of some weird skit? Our favorite thing: weird opening skits. <laughs> yeah, we love weird know opening that they skits. Did weird opening? I think they just kind of like waved to the press and rode the rides and walked around. <laughs> they're big little. enough stars; uh, they don't have to like memorize dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, their performances in the ride are great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they they got them all back for the ride. Uh, John Williams conducted the Orlando Symphony Orchestra for played the score. Wow, the, the opening. He yeah. did, which is crazy since he stopped writing the scores after the first two. Yeah, oh, okay. I mean, like they still would reuse his themes, his but theme, he didn't yeah. write additional music after the first two, I believe. Huh? Yeah. Um, although for the when they opened Diagon Alley, uh, the supporting cast were the ones out there. Like sure. Alma Bottom Carter was the high, was the biggest star. Sure. And Still pretty good. Yeah. And they're new in the rides and there too. So like that's like, true. Yes. she's a new presence in the Gringotts ride. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, uh, what are their names? The Phelps brothers, sure. the twins, Oliver and James. James, yeah. Uh, I believe they just live at Universal Parks now. <laughs> yeah. Like they wheel them out anytime yes. there's a new sandwich on the menu. <laughs> like they wheel them out to give it, and they're great at it. They're great uh, as presenters. Um, so the, the Warwick Davis of, although wait, no, he's in Harry Potter too. But yeah. they're like, the, yeah. The mascots forever of the things they were in. Yeah. Uh, so 2010 in Orlando, uh, 2014 in Japan, uh, and 2016 here in Hollywood for the Hogsmeade. What does Japan have? Japan has the Black Lake next to it <gasps> and has real owls. <laughs> like, you can meet real owls. That is the main difference between uh, the Japan one. Do they have America. both Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley? They're building Diagon Alley, uh, right? They're I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Alley, but without the Hogwarts Express, which right. is wild. So I, they've started. They've started with Hogsmeade, much yeah. like here, because rumor that LA will expand. Well, right? it's taken. It, we, it's, we've been waiting, and know, no and announcement, yeah. and no announcement. And we have these signs <clears throat> about the dang DreamWorks Amphitheater. Like when that construction mm-hmm. started next to it, ma'am, I'm jumping ahead, but it was like I was like, boom, the, here we go, right. ding, uh, ding. Yeah. Well, but it's yeah. like a DreamWorks thing. Yes, it's just the, they're repurposing the Shrek theater to be the Kung Fu Panda theater. Yeah. And it's not, there's also not enough room there for Diagon. Yeah. So That's there a are. question in general. Where does where it does go? Where does it go? Because there are rumors that they're going to re- move the uh, tram tour queue. And then there's going to be a Hogwarts Express down the hill, essentially. Oh, into it. Such a That's steep really cool. incline. It's, like to build like, right, a comfortable train is like would take some crazy engineering. I got driven when I worked there, I got driven around on golf carts around that lot. And they're all super steep. It's a little like. It's a little I, scary moving around around yeah, there, so they got to be careful. I used to be an intern there, and they would send us up to, like, City Walk sometimes to pick up lunch, and, like, there were times where it's like, is this golf cart going to get up this hill? <laughs> I parked in some lot once for an audition on, like, on the Universal lot, and 
when I was leaving, accidentally drove into the tram ride. It's like, very it's easy. It's so easy <laughs> yeah. to just like accidentally be on the tram tour. I had to like back up. It's right before they were going into like the King Kong tunnel. I was like, wait oh, a second. Shit. I shouldn't be like driving towards this like skull display. <laughs> yeah, because that's one of the things that's unique about Universal Hollywood. It is a theme park built into a movie studio, which is also like a corporate headquarters. So yes. you could be one of any number of disciplines or oh, jobs yeah. or lifestyles crossing through each actors and executives yeah. and tourists well, and my uh uh, Ryan partner and partner on the podcast, Zach Reno, and I both have passes. And anytime that we have a meeting near there, we go. Yeah, you pop in. Of course. Pop in. Sure. And we oh, say, yeah. welcome home. <laughs> 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 we cross the threshold and we say, welcome home. Do you turn to each other and say it or do you yeah. just shout it? Uh, to each other. Okay. Yeah. The day that uh, uh, me and uh, uh, Ryan Perez, uh, past guest of the show, that we, we ended up on the lot for something and we got to like, we, we like went and were part of Jaws. We like went and reacted at the dock and like pretended we were wow. uh, supposed to be. Uh, That's very fun. Uh, we, we acted like <laughs> so you robots. Were trespassing. We you were went, just trespassing? Yeah. And then we did get caught and the reaction was just like, you guys supposed to be here? Uh, yeah. No, you're not. Uh, no, you're right. All right. I'll get out of here. Like that's as far as it go, and nobody's <laughs> mm-hmm. like people loose on the lot. It's not. Uh, it's not what happened to the. It's the not gang big from fat Big Fat Liar. <laughs> yes, we wrote that in there. Um, the magic of the lot coming to life for two special children. <laughs> what if, uh, every like every decade, there's some new movie that just uses the lot. Uh, yeah, it yeah. was the wizard with Fred Savage. Uh, then, uh, then Big Fat Liar waiting on that new one. Uh, just using everything yeah. as is. Um, uh, uh, yeah. So yeah. So Japan has the Black Lake. Uh, here at Hollywood, we have cool. uh, we can see a cool feature of Hogsmeade here, in, and they said they like encompass this uh, or tried to use it in the view. Is you can see mountain peaks like in the distance. You can see yeah. the mountains, which is unique to here. Yeah. Um, and then like the light. Uh, uh, the the when they were designing it, they talked a lot about how they realized like because you're on top of a hill at Universal Hollywood, like the sunlight, they could use the as uh, uh, the light throughout the day to highlight different things and make sharp shadows and that sort of thing. An- mm-hmm. Another feature of Universal Hollywood's Harry Potter land is that when you're eating at Hogshead, sometimes you hear loudly playing nearby, do the Bartman. <laughs> <laughs> it is very close to Springfield. Super close. Yeah, uh-huh. and which leads to an odd view from the other side of Disco Stew's Disco with, like, the rising peaks yeah. of Hogsmeade so I guess behind it. We've already, like, got it in the middle of this. So, yeah, we're officially now talking about Hogs, right? I mean, we're, that's Hogsmeade, what we're doing. Yeah. We made yeah. it. Yeah. We arrived. We, was it, this in case is like you couldn't the, tell. This was the most seamless transition from intro to ride. We usually have to do, like, a whole hard thing of, like, now we're talking about this. So I just yeah. wanted to... This, again, Jess is nice a very canny podcast. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> we barricaded the door, trapping her here after our plug. So now she's just kind of going along with it. <laughs> Whatever you guys say. Um, uh, yeah, I, although I we're talking about like, yeah, Japan has a big lake next to it. I guess Islands of Adventure in Orlando does have a giant body of water in the middle. But it, it the illusion is kind of broken when you can see a uh, uh, Marvel superhero island or yeah. the Jurassic Park Visitor Center. That or... before when I went there before there was Harry uh, Wizarding World, I was like Islands of Adventure is one of my favorite theme parks. It is still one of my. It's favorite really parks. Wow, really yeah. good. Um, it di- nothing touches Disney for overall park. But oh like, yeah. 
man, that comes pretty close. Yeah, there's a lot of satisfying rides. Yeah, yeah. Adventure probably the most like the of all of any new park that's opened since the since yeah. the Disney parks since the main Disney World parks have been built. Yeah, it's a like crazy new arrival on the scene, and then adding Harry Potter to it makes it like yeah, just sure. the best. Uh, Unbelievable. Here's an interesting fact: uh, uh, <laughs> when Harry Potter opened in Florida that year in Orlando, uh, uh, a 36 percent increase in attendance. To yeah, Universal Orlando. Yeah, they've yeah. been making. So much money. They've been making it. so much money in Hollywood. A fifty percent jump in attendance. Because let's be honest, Universal Hollywood not that good of a theme park. No, it is no. a half day park. Yeah, it is a smaller park. It's yeah. like uh, a it's a sweet little jaunt. Because yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's a movie studio that has a theme park growing out. Yes, of it and I still to- growing. I totally understand. Uh, I don't hold it to the same standards as a full theme yeah. park. I like it for mm-hmm. what it is, but. Without Wizarding World, yeah, I mean, like, it just doesn't hold a candle yeah. to a full park. It's, it was my ninth birthday we went there mm-hmm. with a group of friends, and it was, it was like, a fun day, but mm-hmm. it's, like, when one of the biggest attractions is Backdraft, where you just, like, stand and feel fire. It's like... <laughs> oh, sure. This is not, like, this is not the same, like, thrills and chills. Yeah. But uh, they've done a lot better, I think, at, like, Simpsons World and now, obviously, Wizarding World. There's so much more immersive feeling than the park used to feel when it was just like these disparate rides. Yeah. No real sense of like lands or... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're finally doing like placemaking. I I went two days ago and prepped for this and I hadn't been to the one out here. I hadn't been to Universal Hollywood in a while. And not only like, I think it's really great that the the, the Harry Potter world has the whole street that leads you into the ride. It feels kind of a first for them. They're starting to really improve the entrance of the park in general. Mm -hmm. Like it finally has a vibe. It's sort of like Main Street or uh, or the Carthage Yeah, they're really leaning into like the Art Deco Golden Age of Hollywood. Which I think is great. And when I went there at the holidays to see the lights on the Hogwarts castle. Oh yeah. Which was great. Fun, short, but short, like but yeah, like sure. very delightful and I had the the holiday meal. We'll get back to food I'm, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. But like Oh. But we have a lot of thoughts. We on got food. a lot of thoughts <laughs> Wait, on food. Let me change that. I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> on food. Um but they like the 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 Grinchmas is great. Like mm. it looks that Grinch tree is beautiful. They have like a ton of fun stuff i was like this is way to go guys you're up in your game yeah but i think a really... lot of that is probably they have a huge influx of money so now they can for sure yeah universal in general a lot of success with uh weird properties i don't think there's a lot of love for that jim carrey grinch but they do great attractions yeah. off of it and yep. water world is uh there's talk of harry the harry potter expansion going into the water world area but i don't know if they could replace it because water world it's extremely such a, popular yeah. extremely well very well reviewed multiple award winning it's I a feel like. great and show i saw yeah, it it's mm-hmm. really just in september again it was great yeah mm-hmm. splash zone not splash zone uh i was one seat beyond splash zone mm. perfect yeah just riding yeah. the line there and i got a little right missed <laughs> uh i feel like universal hollywood benefiting from the changing uh style of filmmaking where they don't need as many giant sound stages anymore because unfortunately so much is shot on green screens so they've already demolished a few screens. you mean sounds- cannib- cannibalizing the actual lot yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. or or rebuilding sound stage because they, they demolished two and just rebuilt them further uh, away back from the, the park, and that will yeah. open up space. That I don't know if this is officially enough, but it seems like that those demolished stages will be the Super Nintendo World, possibly, um, so that you're yeah. not. It's right next to the rest of the. There's park. rumors yeah. about that though, replacing animal actors 
for Nintendo oh, Land. Oh, really? Oh, that's a good chunk of land. They got a uh, boy. There's big announcements there's, that they yeah. have not. Right, and they have uh, not. Secret Life of Pets is kind of. But a, a flux lot of too. it's also limited by not only the fact the presence of a movie studio. There's houses so close to this park. Like there's mm-hmm. not a ton. There's no other theme park I feel like that has uh, residential neighborhoods. Like there's parts of the studio tour where you can look up and see someone's home. Now, what about this? This might be controversial. Yeah. Go ahead. Can we get rid of Summer City Walk? Oh, mm. sure. Uh, <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> I got no, I got hold no, on. Which part? What, yeah, what, what, what do you? What do you think? You think that opens up like I land think for that? Could open up some land, mm-hmm. and do we really need that long of a walk? <laughs> that city yeah. walk has, I think. It's got there. There's some fat you could cut off that city walk. Well, mm-hmm. the sock market has to say. Yeah, obviously. I'm not <laughs> insane. I'm a big fan. <laughs> the, Love the, the sock empty market. for five years John Lovett's Comedy Club obviously has, has to, to stay. stay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, in remembrance that, that, uh, that water massage place <laughs> got to stay. Oh yeah, Zen <laughs> Zone. Zen the, Zone. The back area past the movie, past the movie theater, uh, where I believe. Where the Margaritaville is? You're yeah, stepping like, into it. Well, uh, I think you keep a Margaritaville, but that I feel right, like that doesn't like that. get foot traffic. They just move the Margaritaville closer to the front, like, hmm. or make it more central, like put it where John Lovitz is. Right. You basically, you want to demolish the part that's close to the park, but then just move some of those good things. Yeah. But you like, got there's the parking garages. Park. Yeah, I think it's yeah. hiding yeah, park garage. Biggest. I think there's also, if you look up in parts of City Walk, there's office buildings. There's technically office buildings above it. But wouldn't you prefer your office to be in Green Guts? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, there was a, there was rumors that turned out to go nowhere that there was going to be a Great Hall restaurant. I and know. you could enter from the park or City Walk. And oh. this may have just been a whisper down the line sort of thing that never Whis- happened. But... Whispered by you and me to each other Whisper, we were we great. were so that like that was so Talked about it every week i think Ooh, can i talk about a missed opportunity for some some magic making yeah sure okay now this is sort of conflating narratives but i think there's an opportunity when you again i'm skipping to food should we try not should i hold no, this? no uh, I mean, yeah yeah I, I we want to go there let's go let's go yeah, there we, we've we've been we, we want, want to talk about it so much this is not going to be the only harry potter episode no. this probably won't be the only hogsmeade episode <laughs> honestly there's so much to cover so much box ourselves in yeah yeah expansion if we we take some tangents i think that's fine but yeah food is a big part of this because like you said this is a very immersive i go there often just to be at three broom six like yeah, mm-hmm. it's great um i love it when i sit there that is like peak moment of feeling in the world i love that building it looks beautiful i love entering on the hogshead side and getting um a, a pumpkin fizz and maybe a shot of fire whiskey on the oh, side yeah. oh sure you know just some drink hacks um which i'm there are more drinks in Orlando. I want us to get more of these drinks. There's yeah, like there's that more drinks. One. There's also different food. This is a big thing because I, I went on Yelp and I found the menus for both three broomsticks and they're a little different. And some of the food is at three broomsticks in Orlando and some's at Leaky Cauldron. Uh, and out here, I feel like they went like, all right, what sells best at both these places? And yeah. we're like, 
which I miss uh, in Orlando. They have like Cornish pasties, which mm. is not a common food in yeah, America. That's, that's and I'm like, oh, I wish they had that out yeah, here. I don't recognize nice. this word. What what is corn pasty? Pasty is pie. like a hand pie, like oh. a meat pie. <laughs> meat pie, yeah, meat uh, pie. and they're delicious. Yeah. Uh, oh. Well, yeah, incredible. They're incredible. Food. Well, I think there's a so you. Um, I feel like the queue is really well run. You uh, you order and then you get you know m- m- standard theme park. You know like order yeah. pay pick it up from a different window but i think you could you you can see the open kitchen and i think they sh- you should not be able to see the open yes. kitchen yeah. and you see bobbing house uh you see like bobbing house elf oh yeah oh you just heads. see an animatronic yeah so, that's smart or even just also, shadow projection uh that kitchen and a lot of people probably don't know this because they're normal uh that is a shared kitchen with all the simpsons restaurants that's oh. hilarious uh uh but yeah but a very well run because they also like once you order and pay they find you a table and they bring the food out so like sometimes theme park restaurants are like the wild west in terms of like yeah you gotta order there might not be a seat good luck you're on your own yeah yeah, yeah be it's- our guest tavern that's kind of a mess around there that's uh, that's on the better end of disneyland restaurants and it's still it's a little oh rough. is that right i think so uh, in terms of seating and uh do you mean the formerly village mean- house yeah is what, what am i talking, talking about, about? Uh, gaston's uh, what's that place actually called where? You well, know Disneyland? what I mean. Fantasyland. The yeah. one that they the repurposed. Pinoc- so they repurposed the Village House, which yeah. is right by the Pinocchio ride, yeah. and they call it like... The uh, Red Rose Tavern. The there, Red there it is. I'm yeah. Jason Sorry. got it. I'm Jason got the poll. Uh, so no more three-star re- reviews. Look, I can mess up the name of a restaurant. <laughs> Get off me. <laughs> no, I think I think Be Our Guest Restaurant in Florida is more, run more like the Three Broomsticks, oh, where you like order with an RFID like thing... Uh, uh, and then they find you a table. They bring your food appears. And... I've never had my food brought to a table at Three Broom Six. Really? Yeah. You you always just wait. I, I get on that you... little tray, and then they'll help you find a table if there isn't one. I think you oh. take your tray. I think. Oh, you're... I think you take your tray. Oh, Leaky Cauldron in Florida. That's they bring the food out. Oh, there, that's I great. Think. Hmm. Or maybe not. Well, Universal is losing. Man, we're, we're, or Universal this Hollywood's might also losing, be maybe. different if it's crowded versus if it's not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We're going to get torn be... up in the comments on all but this misinformation. But they do help you find a seat. Yes, I've yeah. I've been there when it's slammed and they help you find a seat. And I've been there when it's not slammed. And so you're just, it's just like yeah, yeah. You're, you're fine. Um, we had like, uh, we went there in a really crowded summer day with like my brother my sister-in-law and like kids and we had like a super helpful guy get us like a nice big table so yeah they're great about that but there isn't you pick up your food at that tray that tray station and then take it to your table also that Mm. restaurant and the surrounding patio i forget it holds an obscene amount of people it holds hundreds of people can be fit in there it's It's incredible like we like spent a bunch of time walking through that space without even ordering food it's just like a cool environment to walk through. and the the hogshead side is great that Mm -hmm, the hogshead is like so perfect it's like just un, it's just frequent enough and it's like grunts and and head turning that yeah. it's like charming without being like distracting or hard to order. It's like that you want it to be like the kid sees it and points it out to his dad and then he turns and then it doesn't do anything. Yeah. And you want the kid to look crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. that's the fun of it. And I like that the sign is like broken and crooked out front mm-hmm. and I feel like on a medium traffic day a lot of people don't know that you can get all kinds of butter beer on that side. You don't have to wait by the right. butter beer trucks. No. Which typically have longer lines. You can get Did, hot, cold, yes, um, frozen, frozen. Yeah, and I'm personally really into the pumpkin fizz myself. I've never had the pumpkin. Which is I pumpkin, had the pumpkin juice. juice it's but... pumpkin juice with club soda, and it's oh, that's dynamite. Smart. Yeah, 
Uh, <laughs> interesting fact. Like, so all the beers are made for Universal. All of the Harry Potter yes. beers. Although we joked, Mike and I, a long time ago, because I think we were reading about Diagon Alley, and one of the listings was like all of the different Harry Potter beers, and then also like and Coors Light. Like they broke <laughs> it at one point, and then they, I think they changed it. But there's no Coke. Bro- you can't like get Coke. No, in, you can only get like pumpkin fizz or lemon squash or butter beer. Uh huh. They have um they have a few um on the I think on both sides they have a couple other non Harry Potter brewed beers. Yeah. But they're not but they are like they're more like British. They have like London Pride, Guinness, yeah. uh-huh. Magners, Cider. Mm-hmm. I guess I saw Stella or maybe. But yeah, they maybe like the but they age the taps. Yeah, like the all taps, so yeah, even the if it's a brand you know, it's all yeah. scratched up and it looks cool. Yeah, or it's like great. love that part. God, At the that carts amazing. outside, like all the they like they have chips or candy bars for sale and it's all British candy. And yeah. then of course mm-hmm. in Honey Dukes, it's all packaged for like the right. world. The chocolate frogs and I think Honey Dukes could be better. Mm-hmm. I th- I like maybe, the lo- yeah. I like the look of it, but uh, I feel like the products are slightly limited and are never rotated. Like I thought that there was going to be more holiday treats. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. I mean, they they put out like a. Thi- I feel like this is the like I said about the rolling out the Phelps to introduce something. I feel like there was a a story a while back of like. Honey Dukes now has butterbeer fudge, everyone. <laughs> and it's just like a new era has begun. That's the kind of press event we're all trying to get into. Yeah, we're all yeah. Yeah. Sweet to uh, podcast oh, the ride card we hope to pull one day. I wish um, I wish three broomsticks would rotate the food menu a little more. Because yeah. there's lots of other British foods that yeah. I know the pat joke is that like British food is terrible, but it's like, yeah, if you put a crust on it and it's, cover it in gravy, it's delicious. Yes. Um, yeah, because we got, let's see, you got your beef uh, stew, your Guinness yeah, stew, your Guinness stew. you got your uh, fish and chips, fish and chips you got bangers your shep- and mash. shepherd's pie, bangers and mash, yeah. the lemon roasted chicken, the, yeah. uh, the ribs, the like... Um, there's spare a ribs. spare ribs. Yeah. Jess is doing this off the dome, by the way. And <laughs> yeah. she oh, I have good. the menu in front of me and she's got every like almost every one. Check. Um, Check. You got uh and then there's obviously the feast, but I think there's also a Sunday yeah. roast. There is a Sunday <laughs> roast. Wow. And then there's also you can get salads and they have three yeah. soups. Uh there's a potato soup, there's a cheese ale soup. That sounds oh. good. It's yeah. just good. I've had that. How many times do you? Ha- how many meals have you had there? Do you think in I your have lifetime? had uh, probably ten to fifteen? Mm. Oh my um, god! I try to keep track of my business expenses, and I like highlight three broomsticks on my credit card bill, knowing that it's a writing meeting between Zach and I. Of course, so I can I can write <laughs> yeah. it off. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah nice. We're like we often go there and just like blue sky ideas. Yeah, have a butter beer have some fish and chips mm-hmm. that lemon chicken is really good if you want like a lighter yeah a oh there's also a sauteed asparagus platter oh uh, yeah yep sorry i missed that and i had the holiday meal at christmas time which was like turkey and it came with like a sausage roll and um no not a sausage roll it came with a sausage uh like cabbage it was great it yeah. really seems like all of the, I I did not eat there, but the fact you've been there so many times and everybody's speaking so highly of it, like often like a good theme park restaurant is still like an impression of a real restaurant. It sounds like all this is legit. Great. I think that the fish and chips and the shepherd's pie taste totally like I got them at a pub. Maybe not like the best pub oh, in wow. the world, but mm-hmm. like 
I think they taste like yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh yeah. Uh so in Orlando, uh at the three broom six, yeah. <laughs> Go my ahead. beloved Cornish pasties. Uh they just have a rotisserie smoked chicken, spare ribs, we said that. They have a chicken and ribs combo platter, and then of course they there also serve a big turkey leg. Very popular. Uh, sure. I think more popular in Orlando than like Southern California as a theme. I mean you get you get them at theme parks, certainly, but Yeah, I think that's a that's a common Disneyland food, isn't it? For yeah. People? yeah. Yeah. Um I've never been that into it. Because I oh. don't like the, I don't like how sweet they taste. Uh, yeah, Nick um, Weiger previously just uh, dissed the giant turkey leg on our last episode um, and sent Jason into a rage. I I don't think that's an accurate <laughs> assessment. Uh, hey, but we should say then we that led to us. We got our our first piece of fan art. Mission oh, accomplished. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, this yeah. A piece of uh, we requested fan art of Jason driving around a Mark <laughs> Twain riverboat made out of cake. Uh, piloting it with holding a big turkey leg. That's amazing. And this was and made this for us. Exists. We should shout out the specific here. Twitter uh, user. Yeah, because I'm thank trying you. To find, uh, uh, My to find wife saw this and lit up like it was Christmas. I've just been high on it Jason for like two animated. days. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. well, it should be, you know, if, if that's all that happens oh, in 2018, uh, that's Joseph something. Mulatto at 73 Door on Twitter. Hey. Uh, here you can see. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Great. That's very good. I got my hair swoop that I am, uh, sometimes like and sometimes am self-conscious about and everything. Oh, it's, it's great. part of the, it's like Conan's hair. It's, uh, it's, oh, it's your logo true. now. Yeah, it's, yeah <laughs> feel good about that. People have spoken. But yeah, the giant birthday cake, Mark Twain, made my day. Hooray. That's right. Anyway, but turkey leg represented in anyway, there yeah, sorry, we're thanks. open all turkey leg opinions on this podcast so mm-hmm. you're welcome I get either their appeal, way and i like um i feel like the m- older i get the more i am into like quicker walkable options at a theme park yeah. which i like like i like you know the the bangle barbecue sort of like mm. school of thought where you yeah. can just have like a skewer, a of, skewer meat. of meat you can do something a little smaller if you if you don't want to do sit down for both your meals in the day so i get their appeal me personally, when they when meats are smoked and they get that sweet flavor, I just don't like it. Yeah. So it's less mm. turkey leg. I mean, that applies to some hams and meat, you know, beef. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't yeah, need yeah. another. I don't need another rage cage over here. No. He'll, he's... <laughs> Stop judging. What do we think of the? There's the uh, at Honey Dukes the every flavor beans. No thanks. With the uh huh uh huh. No. no thanks. Uh well. I, it, with that g- being said, I Uh-oh. do uh, with your no thanks. Oh. I do have a package. Wow. I do love every the package. flavor beans here is great. Yes. Like, I think that's shake it up for the mic. Thing about Honey Dukes is like this is stuff sold as souvenirs and stuff people are bringing back. Like, totally. The chocolate mm-hmm. frog boxes are gorgeous. They're gorgeous. Pretty good. Like good chocolate. Totally. Uh, the chocolate mm-hmm. frog. I just wish oh. there was like. Oh, I more also unique think maybe yeah like there could be th- th- I think they have to sell every flavor beans like I've gone through yeah. mm-hmm. as a fan I've like had them before and sure. I just like I'm not into this roulette but like <laughs> they have to have them there's no they world where they them. can't have fudge flies those I think are the best actual candy they yeah, the, the, fudge cho- flies yeah the chocolate frogs are like rich and big and the box is gorgeous and you get a card yeah. they're great but that, I think that, that the fact that they have a fudge stand in there with some other like treats is a real missed opportunity there's like a cauldron cake, but it looks kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And there's like, I think we could have mini treacle tar- tarts. I think we could be selling some of the desserts <laughs> from Three Broomsticks there. Why can't yeah. I get a, a like the 
the freaking sticky toffee pudding here or that yeah. almost looks like it could be like a mini soda fountain stand where they're like another opportunity sure. just the fact that they have that glass case and it never looks appealing because it's just sort of like standard fudge there is some standard hmm. like candy from the Which park I'm confectionery like, in there that just yeah. doesn't feel like the best execution of there's so few things you get to go in and touch and feel and explore like we could, I think we could bump it up. But yeah. they, but you know, more events as time goes on, more opportunities for the Phelps to show up and yeah. uh, <laughs> tell sure. new desserts. Uh, uh, I bet they'll. I, th- it probably is a good area for them to like, you know, kind of juice the park a little. Like we have this thing now, we have that thing now. Yeah. Can I? Can I how much of this? Like, uh, I'm not familiar with the books, but it seems like Uh-oh. there are so many. Like, uh, uh, apologies, uh, I should have read all seven of them this week before the podcast. <laughs> But the but like like are the are all these desserts like laid out this thoroughly? Uh, yeah, um, yeah. That's yeah. What, it's crazy. I, I have not read the books either. I've seen all the movies. I'm I'm going to get into it one day. One day. I'm also <laughs> not a good reader. <laughs> Dude, it's the best audiobook in the game. Uh, I should do that do, too. Do yourself a give yourself do a that treat too. and make those LA drives a joy while listening to Jim Dale. Okay, it's, it's the best. All right, Every I'll do fall, it. I re-listen to five, six, and seven. Wow. Really? Wow. Yeah, this year I added four because I found it in my childhood bedroom, like on disc. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to add four to the mm-hmm. mix too. And it's great. Because what's been described about the books and like the movies, seem, people are like, the movies are fine. Yeah, but they the get books better. Are, parts of them are joyous. Like, I, like the, I like the idea of the books so much. The idea is great. It feels like very much like when I was a kid and the X-Men felt like, oh, you get to go to this place and you're yeah. special it's, and you have powers and then you fight mm-hmm. people. I don't know why that's part of the fantasy as a kid, but yeah. it is. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like the it wands seems like are like cables, giant guns in the nineties. <laughs> Jason always trying to grew up with. Jason always trying to cram the X Men character Cable into this yeah. podcast. <laughs> hey, look when that new Deadpool comes out, everyone's gonna have Cable fever. He is, Josh, jo- yeah, Josh Brolin. Josh, Josh Brolin is Cable. Cable. Oh, really? okay. What a world! Um, that's fun casting. But yeah. but what's been described to me about the books that's so great is that the detail is incredible. Yeah. Food, where you live, what your quarters are like, and and so like yeah, when you're reading a about desserts you're imagining eating the desserts Mm -hmm. so it's extremely vivid and also like i think that movies do a good job of this production design like you don't picture any of these stores as like organized shelves which i think maybe that's my other problem with honeydukes is like even if you can't buy it why isn't there like production design where it's like a a tower more like how the um wands store looks all vanders where it's like a tower of sugar quills that's about to fall over yeah like it should look more higgle higgly biggly like yeah it just doesn't like if you look at the way that they do wizard uh weasley's wizard wheezes in the sixth movie is great like boxes coming out of everywhere mm-hmm. it shouldn't look organized like a, a wizard doesn't need to be organized they can just like summon the box they need like yeah. they don't need it to be like perfectly cataloged i think the honeydukes shelves look a little too clean for my money which that is a thing that happened in orlando like when or- the orlando hogsmeade first opened they split like honeydukes was also like half zonkos which is same uh, here yeah and then when they opened diagon alley they just purged the zonkos and hogsmeade and expanded honeydukes and opened a big zonkos in florida that's cool. so like you can go in the Zonkos, and there is like a working facade with the hat tipping going, That's great. which is great. And then you can go across the street to I'm gonna mess this up. Forlean Fortescues, the ice cream parlor. Oh, sure. You can order. Fa- well, fa- that Fabian. Fa- for- Fa- but it's well, yeah. So Fori- it's an Florian. ice cream. 
For yeah, Florian. Florian. That, he goes yeah. missing in the books. It's really sad. Does he? Yeah. Well, his ice cream is delicious. Yeah. And you can it order is, the ice cream that Harry gets in the first so, book when he thinks Hagrid, Hagrid might still be just a guy abducting him and buys him an ice cream. That's, that ice cream parlor is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I will say this. Yeah. Well, we will stop talking about Diagon maybe. Well, we don't have to, but it Diagon is so good. It's mm. the best place yeah. ever, except yeah. for maybe the ride, which, again, we'll do another episode of it. Really? But except for the ride? The ride is good, ride but like is not good. Hmm, as good as, as uh, Forbidden Journey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. I thought I've heard Gringotts is, is crazy, but uh, you no, can... It's, Forbidden Journey, no, Forbidden Journey is better. I'll, I'll okay. say this. and Forbidden Journey, I think, is still the best theme park ride mm. currently mm-hmm. in the world, and certainly mm-hmm. the most innovative I don't know that anyone's topped it yet, and it's eight years old at this it's, point. It's gorgeous. Yeah, the the line is amazing. The like, the all of the like, the little like storytelling along the way, getting to see Ron, Harry, Hermione, oh Dumbledore. It's so good. Uh, the like mix of the medias of that ride is like incredible. It is a little dizzy making. Yeah, I had a little bit of a rough time on there. And we should say the Universal Hollywood one uh, was 3D when it opened and now is not 3D. And I'm really glad I didn't do it 3D because I was was, nauseous as it was. It was way too much 3D. It was like, I think there was, um, my friend went with her family and her aunt had to spend hours in a sick tent that had been set up for multiple people having barfing and dizzy Uh, spells. Wow. (laughs) So they, I also think there was like, before they got rid of the glasses, the 3D component, I think there was like, well, let's try to just like recalibrate a little bit. So there was like, I think they made some of the movements slightly yeah. less intense. And then they were like, we have to do even more and, and got yeah. rid of the glasses. And now I think it's like pretty I think great. they just upgraded. Is it 4K now? One of the, Some of them they were upgrading to 4K. Well, I think they were upgrading the old ones. I think this one was a higher def already. Already. Because it was yeah, newer. Did it go 3D. down for a while? Was it like a, a, a financial issue for them to shut the ride down? I think it was. I think it was a quick think, thing. Yeah. Okay. So when it, yeah, when it first opened, they were just pretty standard 3D glasses. There was a very brief period where they had Quidditch goggle 3D glasses, which were cool. I mean, yeah. they were cool to hold and wear and look at. But yeah, I mean... It is a dizzy-making ride. It uses, so, yeah, let's just get into Forbidden Journey. So Forbidden Journey uses what's called KUKA arm, robotic arm technology. And it's got an insane range of movement. Like, you can go a full 180 degrees up and down. Like, you practically go up and down, at, upside down at one point, mm-hmm. which is crazy for, like, a family ride. Is, is there anything we can describe where you yeah. see a KUKA arm? Like, if you've, been on the, if you've been on the tram tour, I forget if this is still there, but the summer I started working there, there's this... Truly awful stop on the tram tour. It's that go- was the. It is gone. Okay, yeah. the, the yeah. Fast, the fast and Furious. And the furious. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, whatever that. Uh, I forget the, forget the subtitle. Was it a Tokyo Drift thing? But the uh, uh, the car like cars fly at you on these big arms, and then they swivel around and they dance for you to a Daddy <laughs> Yankee song. Uh, but if you, it <laughs> was Gasolina or something. Yeah. Gasolina. Gasolina. I had to hear Gasolina <laughs> three to four Gasolina. times a day. Every day and just watch like no one enjoyed it. I never Scott saw Scott was a tour a tram. He was the guy at the tram tour. Uh, I'd st- I'd still do it if I could. What a what a blast! And if it was a little more than minimum wage, but the uh, 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 hell of a job though. But the I, like yeah, was that a Kuka arm? Those are Kuka I think, arms. Yeah, I think yeah. maybe the first Universal's first use of Kuka arms, and I think yeah. like it was th- it was like them putting a foot in the door. With that technology, because it was technology that Disney could use too, and then in preparation for Harry Potter, they bought 
the exclusive theme park rights to the Kooka Arms. Arms. So Disney yeah. wow. like had rides in development that would have used these things. And in fact, they also appear in Stitch's Great Escape. There's these like arms that are... Oh, yeah, the uh, laser uh, cannons yes, are arms. There right? you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, those are Kookas. Uh, uh, but oh. the, uh, Universal bought the exclusive rights, so it, they pushed Disney out of the Kooka game. In terms of Harry Potter, it's almost like if you imagine yourself sitting on a couch, and then if on the back of the couch there was a an arm that could move the couch... <laughs> Any direction it please. Yeah, I think yeah. it's called an arm because it has a full range of movement. It literally yeah. can move you anywhere, show you anything, and, it, and like it's, you're so surprised when you end up upside down or whatever. Like I remember getting on the ride for the first time in Florida, and just we, the fact that there are like uh, whatever the the restraints coming down are always like, oh god, what's happening here? But I was like very nervous because I honestly didn't know what the ride was going to do. Yeah, they were and you're on it, and it's still finding like, new moves, and, not like, tipping in the commercials what the ride was. They mostly yeah. showed like the footage of Harry in the Quidditch game yeah. in the marketing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you still, as you're on it, you are not really sure what the hell's happening. It's pretty hard to get your head around no. the ride mechanism. Am I, I have up on no wires? idea I... what that would look like if the lights were on. I have no idea what that show building looks like. I mm-hmm. think the closest it feels to uh, to me is like if you could put the Indiana Jones car on an arm and like yeah. some of you know like in terms mm-hmm. of like how many separate like chambers it feels like you're in oh sure and like weaving a, a narrative a journey you know like if that ride instead of being in a jeep you were being moved and tipped backwards and had a little bit more screenplay yeah 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 and and you know the, our only complaint about the indiana jones ride which we covered early on is that there's there are kind of like weird dead spaces in yep. it there's literally like you're you're in transit from one room to another so there's maybe a projection effect or something but it's a mostly like black room that you're going through boy the forbidden journey is all yeah. action there yeah. is no dead space anywhere in that thing yeah uh, i think like the deadest space is the dementor beat but mm-hmm. like in terms of like the walls and the ceiling having the least going on but you still have giant dementors right in that those yeah. things are great the, the one that sort of follows along with you where its arm motion matches yours yeah this all I'm, it's a it's scary, scary ride. It's yeah. scary. I don't like them. I don't <laughs> no, like I them. Yeah. They're just giant puppets. This is another, I think we talked on our, uh, an episode recently about like, uh, oh, an alien encounter. A lot of the scares in the, uh, this old, uh, old Disney ride, Alien Encounter, are just old theatrical techniques. Lighting, uh, yeah. cues, sound cues, like breath on your neck. Like It's just an air cannon. And, and like the Dementors are just giant puppets hanging mm-hmm. from a ceiling, but they get, and they're not even, they're probably still like eight, well, 10 feet away, but they get close but to you. Unlike the, like Disney has a comfortable space, between, usually between you and something yeah. scary and Universal feels like they go like two feet closer. It feels like they're a little more comfortable putting it like, he, like yeah. four feet in front of you. Speaking of Indiana again. I remember that that time that I went when it first opened. Mm-hmm. We we did go on it like two times, and my uh, we went with like another family, and my friend Krista Swanson and I were both terrified of the giant snake. Yeah. Which the last time I went on it, I was like, "This is so funny," because <laughs> it's like a cartoon looking snake. Yes. Um, yeah. like a little bit. It's like splitting the line between realistic. It's all. I mean, it's obviously not realistic because it's gigantic, but like even its eye and face shape are like halfway between. A real snake and like 
an artistic, like a right. cartoon, cartoon snake. snake. But we used to know that third row, third seat in was where the snake mostly came. Mm-hmm. Oh. And we both like did not want to be in that seat. And I remember like she was in it the first time and the way that we were like lined up, she was going to be in it again and we were walking in and she sat in the second seat. She's like, I'm not doing it again. Like, <laughs> you have to it. go there. And I was like, fine. And sat there and like got to that part and went, you know, full hands over completely like eyes closed. It was like, I can't handle this snake. Uh, that's right where uh, we talked about before. Mike and I broke down on that. That ride broke down. The ride broke down. We didn't, we didn't break, break down, down. in but tears we or anything. Snake, <laughs> sure. And some of the lights in the building came on. Uh, but I feel like the snake kept moving. I feel like the snake. Yeah, kept... I think he did come down. Like he would come down every five, yeah, like whatever minute down. or something. Yeah. And we were still. there for a few minutes. Where do you least want to get stuck in Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey? In front of the Dementors. Places. Oh, the Dementors. Or looking that's... up at the Whomping Willow might be a little tricky. The spider. I think the spider I, I, I don't like down either. Looking up at the spider once. That wasn't super. You pleasant. broke down or the ride broke down? But a little bit of both. <laughs> uh, I, I think it stopped at the Dementors, we, too. I do not like. Yeah, the Dementors. The first time scary. Lindsay, my girlfriend Lindsay and I went on it in Orlando, we were freaked out. And yeah. I guess we're not very tough people <laughs> but then we would tell people like this is like the scariest ride and everyone who went on would be like what are you that wasn't that scary like what's and it made right. us feel like real like but you come back here with your scaredy cat boys but yeah, we, we all got your back we yeah, started we a podcast because we're three scared boys <laughs> and then Jason tries to act like he's the tough guy of the three of us but he's still scared I'm, we know yeah I'm a thrill seeker uh <laughs> uh uh <laughs> Hollywood, uh, Hollywood. When they, a oh, difference between Hollywood and Orlando, even more dementors. Like, there's a whole yes. room of dementors. There's extra, out here. Dementors, there's extra dementors, in dementors in Hollywood. In Hollywood, in Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've, I went on it in Orlando, but that was probably uh, 2011. So it's been, yeah, yeah. It's been a minute since I remember comparing and contrasting the ride. This is also funny that like to go on in Orlando and I like went on both Dueling Dragons and the Unicorn, like the rides that got turned yeah. into Flight of the Hippogriff and the mm-hmm. the Dragon ride from Goblet of Fire. So both of the other rides that were there at the time I had been on. Mm. So it was oh, like sure. oh, you know, this is the the star, but I don't remember the differences now between it. Yeah. Mm. Well Dragon Challenge recently uh closed in fall of twenty seventeen. It's dead end in hell now, as we say <laughs> about rides. Mm-hmm. Well, because they're, they're building a new badass e ticket Harry they're Potter. They're building a, ride. another brand new Harry Potter ride. Do we know anything coaster. about it? Possibly a coaster with I think it's a, so a coaster type sort of thing supposedly. Coaster. But I don't is it a possibly through the woods? That's yeah, really some cool. woods thing. Um, we're not, because I like them having a big true coaster. I think that's. I fun. think it will be uh, anything. I think it's just as, you, anything that's not covered in the existing rides that you would be excited to see as a ride. Oh my gosh, Scott, that's a dream question. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. I'd feel a lot of pressure too. Oh, with that's I love. so good. Okay. Maybe the car. Um. Uh. No. 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 F that noise. Um. <laughs> as is, which I think is good for like not spoilers. I feel like the books, or the the world's favor books three and below which mm. i think is correct in terms of like spoilers and and stuff like that and mm. like knowing that a kid might be going there and having only read the first books that you don't want to introduce them with too right. much lore that's okay. from like the later books especially since the books get more serious I oh think, like, you mean when they start to become analogies for the the blitz yeah <laughs> for World War II? right exactly or like yeah exactly yeah. um uh so i think I think they are they walk that line correctly, but I think what would make a dope coaster is uh Threstles, 
uh, which are the the winged horses that we meet in Order of the Phoenix that mm. you can only see if you've witnessed death. So wow. when they Ooh. use them to fly, half of the like Harry and Neville and Luna can see them, but the other ones are flying on an invisible horse. So that would make an incredible coaster, mm. I think. Like a journey yeah. from the Forbidden Forest to London to the Ministry of Magic, but you making it in whatever way you could feel like you can't see the thing below you. Maybe like some Six Flags Tatsu. Maybe it's more of like a yeah. lay down fly feeling coaster. But I think that's offhand. I mean, I could think sure. of some more. But I think that sensation is described so well about like Harry realize like they Harry, Neville and and Luna all like hop on. They they look like reptilian horses that have like bat wings. Wow. And they but they're like horse size. Um, and the three kids who've seen death can like just hop on them, and the other three are like, this is there's nothing here, and they have to like be helped onto an invisible horse. I think. Yeah. Obviously, geez. you can't make a coaster invisible, but like something that right. could yeah. approximate the sensation. Translucent, of not, yeah, maybe like not somehow knowing what's below you, or having like a couple of beats where like you have that weightlessness of like mm-hmm. not seeing the track. Like X two at Six Flags does this, where you can't see yeah. the track. Um, guys, let yeah. me think on it more. Sounds but that's really sure. We can. We'll revisit yeah. in twenty minutes. I mean, while we're talking, <laughs> there, there, if anything occurs to you, well, if we're uh, blathering on about dry facts and your mind wanders, <laughs> uh, feel free. <laughs> I feel like a lot of speculation for a long time too was a Ministry of Magic. Attraction, well, Ministry of Magic battle attraction. Yeah, they're they're building something else in, Orla- in, building in Orlando some, as well. Next to Diagon Alley, there's, there's they're building something. We're not sure what it is, expand. but it might uh, be a Ministry a of Magic. More. I feel like they are they're, not. Oh, they're not slowing and down. And a third park at Universal could have it too. Do they've, we get another stop of Hogwarts Express? They've talked about. I, it depends where the park goes. I think, but Ministry of Magic. They've talked about making a whole land. Now, there's a whole this, thing. As it is, though, you still are buying a ticket to Islands of Adventure to access this. Well, you right? have to buy if a you want to go to park ticket to get both so this that that was a big thing when it opened there's never been done before you ride an attraction to travel between parks yeah so diagon is in the regular uh, universal park oh my word so yeah yeah, you what a thing they figured out it also works as a monorail almost right like taking you between parks and you so you you can't do Diagon with just an Islands of Adventure ticket. You need a park hopper. You need a park, like a park And they have in the King's, in King Cross Station, you can like, there has to be an attendant there to sell you an upgrade because some people don't know it. So they go to the attraction thinking they can do the train and then they go no and then they have to upsell. So there's a whole person there to deal with tourists that might not actually know about that. That's brilliant. I think there is one way you could do, so I think you get a one pass, one park ticket uh, for Universal Florida and see all of Diagon. And then after Islands of Adventure closes, they do still... Uh, Universal Studios Florida usually stays open later than Islands of Adventure. So they still run the Hogwarts Express. You just take the round trip. The train essentially goes really? backwards. Got it. Yeah. So you would you would not get to do Forbidden Journey then? You would not get to do Forbidden Journey. Or but I think like Hogsmeade. one park holders might be able to ride the train at night after Islands closes interesting uh because like i remember the first time i went to diagon alley they're like oh you can go on the train you can't get off at the other park but you can just come back mm-hmm. and the journey there and the journey back you see different footage like in your train compartment. it's a different <laughs> hot damn it's a different have you seen any, like f- like maybe you're probably not spoiling it for yourself but the diagon 
right, yeah, that ride. The like, I, I've avoided it mostly, but the I did. I couldn't help but watch a little of uh, Hogwarts Express. It's insane. I'm trying to do no spoilies. You yeah, know, yeah, obviously yeah. I've seen f- photos, but I'm trying to just. But my question is, guys, when should my pilgrimage be? Should I wait for a oh. more expansion? Oh. Well, oh, no, I think I think that's a couple. That's two or three now. years, probably still away. Okay. Well, you've done yourself fair because I was there. Uh, I went in 2014, six weeks after it opened, and I waited three hours to ride Escape from Gringotts on the last day because it had broken down so many times. Uh, I was there this past summer, and I waited uh, ten to fifteen minutes. That's great. Uh, which was much easier, and the crowds were pretty manageable. So, like any theme park attraction, like a year or two after opening, it gets it breaks down less, and there's a lot less crowds. Uh, so, like I would stay on site if you can. Universal's got some cool <laughs> hotels there, yeah, and no. you get and, that uh, extra time. Uh, in Port- the park. Portofino Bay. Uh, but if you yeah. want to wait and do the Chase trifecta, like I was talking about at the top of the show, like yes. that's a good like you could accrue points over three to six. When months. are you going to Tokyo, Mike? Because now I need to know if I need to just go there. Oh well, Tokyo. We're we're talking whenever uh, this is real. Uh, Lindsay's when she's on hiatus from her job. Great. <laughs> so it could be May, could be June, could be July. We're not exactly sure yet, but we're gonna go around that time, mm-hmm. uh, and we're gonna do Tokyo Disney Sea. I've never done it before. Yeah. Tokyo Disney, and then maybe Universal out there to see that lake, Jason, the Black Lake. Yeah. Which unfortunately, um, Universal out there is on the other side of the country from the Disney parks. Oh, boy. Yeah, so uh, we'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll update. We can update you guys further. Oh, You're going to be working yeah. that trifecta Please real give hard. Me an update because yeah. I don't think I'm going to make it to Orlando before the summer, anyhow. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. you could also if you if you're interested in the opening of Fast and the Furious Supercharged, that's opening in Orlando. Not, so not if that interested. sweetens sweetens the pot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. How uh, do you feel about the concept of family? <laughs> because oh, that will be a big. I, I would say me familia. <laughs> ride or die, ev- right? everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're my brother. A bunch of kids outside just went, yay, yeah. right as you said that. That's <laughs> yeah. a nice sign. Uh, those are my kids. That's <laughs> my family. Wait out here, Familia. Well, I um, one, uh, live my life one quarter mile at a time. Yeah. Uh, That's the best way to live. Ride yeah. or die. <laughs> uh, have you been on the Fast and Furious in, at Universal out here? Yes. Yeah, on the end of the tram tour? Yeah. Pretty it's, similar. It's, uh, Seems like it's going to be pretty I similar. I feel like it's going to be pretty similar. Yeah. It's it's pleasant. Does any of it have the song Gasolina? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Gasolina oh, died with that what small part. On the Disney's tram. main song is like When You Wish Upon a Star. Universal's main song is Gasolina. <laughs> Gasolina. <laughs> Official anthem. I will say it, I, it it occurs to me like maybe Universal never had a Mickey and I think Harry Potter is now their Mickey. I think they yes. have a, He is all the billboards. He is mm-hmm. all, you know, that's I think that's well, great. What's interesting about I was thinking about when we were when we were in Orlando, we saw all the signs have Daniel Radcliffe on it, and it's sort of funny that he's going to be stuck at that age in this promotional material for forever, yeah. forty years, thirty, fifty yeah. years until J.K. Rowling dies and they remake the movies. Maybe. Oh my gosh. I shudder to think of that time. Um, I know it'll happen. You shudder but to think of 2030 I mean, when But it could happens. you be in those new movies? And no, would that be exciting? No, they only cast British actors. Yeah, but she's dead now in this scenario, and they don't care. Do you know when, you they put do out the casting call, when they put out the casting call for the original movies, my friend Kyle Sheldon and I, who grew up doing plays, but he moved back to Texas, he and I got on the phone, and we were like trying out British accents because we were like, could we fool them? We were also one year too old. Mm-hmm. You had to be between like 10 and 12 and British. And I think we were 13 and American. Oh, but we were still oh, like, shit. I wanted to be Hermione so bad. I mean, I, ugh. 
Well, so many people, like, there's so many, like, magazine profile stories. People pitch themselves as, like, so I went to this audition. I was not supposed to be there. I called out sick from my day job and lied. Like, so many people's, know, like, like, marketing like, stories are, like, I lied my way into the experience of yeah. a lifetime. I, 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 totally. I, I mean, <laughs> like, they saw, it was just, like, I think the age thing would have been fine, but the non-British thing. The I non-British thing. Mm-hmm. It's just, they like, no matter how good away. my dialect coach could have been, there's, like, why would yeah. we cast uh, an American guy? But the Fantastic Beasts uh, has yes, American actors, I know, I right? thought, but they are not good. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see. Um, uh, I, I, I did not get to, I thought about it, my parents wanted me to, and I did not audition for the 1997 Leave it to Beaver film. Oh, and, Jesus. Uh, my whole life could be different. Beaver, ninety-seven Beaver. You were gonna. You didn't audition to be Beaver. I did not audition to be. I think I. I, I still. I think I could have gotten it. I think it could have been me. Could have yeah. been me up there with Christopher McDonald as Ward <laughs> Cleaver. And uh, Erica Christensen is oh, the is love it? interest of of Wally. Mm. Uh, oh. Wally played by. Um, oh gosh. Uh, um, uh, Vaughn is the. You know, he's got one of those like. Like Eric Vaughn, he he was in Brink, the made for Disney movie. For not a not a uh, we're not talking about a Malcolm in the Middle no, person. No, he's not a Malcolm in the Middle actor. He was in uh you know Brink, the mm-hmm. made for Disney Channel movie <laughs> oh, <stop>. about, <laughs> about rollerbladers. He was a definite like part of like the Teen Beat. Oh gosh! You know what's a podcast waiting to happen is all of the Disney Channel originals. Yes, yeah. all of yeah. your uh, what's yeah. her name? What's the Space Girl? Xenon, sure. Z- Xenon Girl of the Twenty First yeah. Century. Three of those. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, uh, you could do, yeah, yeah. Xenon's an episode. We got to save the sequel for a different yeah. episode. The Thirteenth Year, where he becomes a merman. Luck oh, of creep the, me out. Uh, that weirded smart, me out. Smart House. <laughs> Yeah, 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 with K- Katie Seagal. That's yeah. Right. yeah, this one's sitting right there. Free podcast idea for whoever wants it. Disney uh, Originals. Are you, you've Googled this. I, I'm Jason? yeah, trying to. Okay, Google don't it. tell me. Okay, okay. <laughs> We're gonna we, stay here. We can t- move on. Do you, do you guys, oh, okay. do you guys the remember end, we'll the uh, '90s uh, uh, Leave It to Beaver movie? That's that's yeah. what we're talking about. Or not not Beaver. Or, uh, <laughs> you yeah, are, you are Jason, let me look at Dennis, that iPad. Dennis you were looking Menace. at the, pe- the pictures of the menu at the menu. Walter Matthau. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I auditioned to be Mr. Wilson <laughs> at 12 years old. You were too like, old. Who's that small old man? <laughs> you were like, like too old. Don't like you for Dennis. However, okay. Do you have it, Jason? Do you have it in front of you? He's looking at yes. pictures of Fudge. Is it Eric Vaughn something? There's one more part. You're yeah, 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 yeah. But is the first part yes, Eric Vaughn? Yes, it is. Vaughnson. Eric Vaughn Denton? Deaton Denton. Yeah, uh, that's okay. right. Wow. Hey, great. Um, Brink. We have and established. He, oh, yeah, look at that. He Yeah, he looks like a... Yeah. He's a real he teen was a, heartthrob. He was oh, a real boy. teen heartthrob. He was a real hunk. He had the Leo and Titanic like hair in front of the eyes thing. Was uh, the Leo okay. and Titanic, was it parted down the middle or the side? Middle, I believe. Middle. But ev- everyone it had... It was very, like, dirt. It was very, like, ru- t- tussled, rustled. Like... Yeah. I'm especially picturing him when he's, like, drawing her and he's got a lot of those, mm-hmm. like, stringy, greasy bangs in front of his eyes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking hot. <laughs> no no ride in. of that. No ride that gets you closer to Leo's bangs, unfortunately. Yes. Or gets no. you, like, you know, you pass by the steamy car or whatever. That's a big property that doesn't exist. On, yeah, that's world. true. Does... Do, 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 does Fox own it? Does, does can oh, Disney yeah, make the Titanic Disney ride now? now? In Eric, their adult park that we they, were can using they do mocap with current Leo to make him young Leo? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eric von Deaton also in uh, the 1995 remake of Escape to Witch Mountain, the second oh, one. Wow! Before oh, the Rock, before remake, the Rock hit it, 
Uh, also in this movie, Robert Vaughn and the great Elizabeth Moss was in this hmm. 1995 remake. Hmm. Wow. Of, uh, wait, of Leave it to Beaver? Of Escape to Witch Mountain. Oh, no. Okay. Boy, this uh, we got reboots we flying got every which way. Let's so get, much. I guess we should get back to the back Harry Potter. Potter. I don't know. Yeah. I oh, feel you know like what? we've Talk- barely scratched the surface. Is, I do kind of There's feel that so way. Much. Well, I want to say an important fact that while this is a great ride in a great area, they did have to uh, demolish the Gibson Amphitheater mm-hmm. uh, one of LA's most average concert venues <laughs> in order to put it into <laughs> Universal Hollywood. And this is a place that has has great esteem and one of the great properties of all time. It is where the live album Briefcase Full of Blues by the Blues Brothers was recorded. <laughs> so, I mean, have your fun in Harry Potter land, but let's not forget know that they that had to trampled on shatter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You pissed on Belushi's grave and Aykroyd's eventual mm. grave. <laughs> I, I love the way that castle looks. I love that I can see it in Los Angeles from the freeway yes I yeah love, we're all kind of in great. this neighborhood and you see it on drives yeah I love sometimes it. you see it with the new light show they yeah. put in it's driving incredible. down olive uh that little hippogriff is a baby little coaster, but it's delightful, and I love that you pass the hippogriff. I think the hippogriff animatronic is really fun. Yes, that's I won't wait another great... 40 minutes again for no. it like I did uh, during a soft open, yeah. but it is fun. They do a nice job of hiding. His name is Buckbeak, right? Yes. Uh, okay. They they hide him from when the line. You can kind of see it if you know where to look, but you really do like see him f- and, like for the first time on the roller coaster. And that coaster uh, gives you some great. great views of the castle. Yes, yeah. and of the NBC office building. That's great. That's right yeah, next yeah, to true. it as well. Have you, you know, guys done the Ollivander show? Yes. Yes. So Multiple think, times. What do you yes. think of that? I think don't wait for it, but I mean, if you're visiting, obviously wait yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. If you can, if you can go often, I would, I would, I would not wait more than twenty minutes for that. I yeah, so, I would agree with that. But, but it's it is fun. enchanting for yeah. folks who yeah who have not done this. This is the whole wand ceremony where there's somebody playing a wizard. They're not a real wizard, what? Uh, and they come. Sorry, sorry <laughs> to break it. Uh, and usually they choose a child. Mm-hmm. I have seen it happen where maybe an adult woman friend of mine I was with got chosen and she got to do the whole ceremony and children were upset. <laughs> maybe not upset, but they were probably confused. Um, but then, yeah, so then the wand chooses. That's the whole thing is the wand chooses the wizard and they do all these fun effects of like, like, is this your wand? And then something happens and the shelves fall down or like the lights go out. A flower dies. Yes. Or, yeah, it's great. And then um, you get led into the big wand room. And the, yeah, and then they make the parents pay for the wand. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah. But I understand. I was thinking about this because like that sucks that it's like you have to make the parent pay after the kid goes through this awesome, like fun experience. But if it was a free wand, it would be bedlam. It would be chaos every yeah. time because yeah. you would be like kids would be getting yes. shoved to the front by their parents. Don't you got to get guys, that fucking free wand. Don't you guys think at least a 10 percent discount should be in order? Yes, I'll, oh, I'll, yes, if you for got sure. Pick for the show. Yeah, yeah, I think they should give you or, a, little, a little bump. Well, yeah, or like um twenty percent off your second one because a lot of those kids who get chosen they got a sibling. Yeah, sure. And yeah, you, know, you can't the, share one Deathly Hallow one. No, yeah. no, 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 no. So I feel like some there's got there's guys beat have Something. some sort of deal. How not right. special does that sibling feel? Exactly. Watching their uh, yeah, watching yeah. the much superior uh, <laughs> sibling get chosen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, here's my other question. I love that J.K. has approval, and you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It sounds like I'm the uh, biggest Harry Potter fan in this. That is hundred percent. Sure. Yeah, 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 for so, sure. So maybe you guys haven't explored Pottermore, which is the website that allows you to like interact, get officially sorted. I've been sorted. Have your Patronus. Have you guys been sorted? I've been sorted. I mean, uh, you of course. 
I've been sorted, yeah. What do you guys have not been no, sorted? No, not yet, no. So there's oh, plenty okay. of other like knockoff BuzzFeed type quizzes that yeah, can yeah. tell you what house you're in. But mm-hmm. this is like an and they're very easy to like understand. It's like, would you rather be a dick, brave, smart, or nice? <laughs> you know, <laughs> the the You have selected a dick. dick. Yeah. The Pottermore <laughs> one is much more like some of them are like six options, some of them are two. They're yeah. a lot mm-hmm. more like ambiguous. You can't like necessarily game it to try to like figure yeah. out what house you wanna be. Um, there's also a Patronus test, um, which is, uh, you know, the spell Expecto Patronum that makes dementors go, go away. Mm-hmm. And it's your own sort of like spirit animal, for lack of a better word. And it's, right. it can be like a guardian and send messages and protect you. And you can take a wand test. So I'm a little upset that they have tons of wand options, but they don't have the full breadth of the wands you can be paired with on Pottermore. Mm-hmm. My wand is not available at the store. Okay. Oh, that's fucked oh, up. No. What is, would you care to share which house Patronus and Wand? You I am have? a Gryffindor. My okay. Patronus is a uh, a red mare, which is a, a like a ginger type horse. The exact same Patronus as Mary Holland, uh, wow. which is like, <laughs> come on, it's an angel on earth. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and there's a lot of options. There are like a lot of different Patronuses. Yeah. Um. So that's that's not so super common. And I can't think of my wand offhand, but I think it's like, um, I think it's like unicorn core. And gosh, I have a picture of it somewhere. Yeah. But, there's um, got to be people like date and get married with these facts as starting points, correct? Like this has to have happened. I was already married when I made my husband take the Pottermore uh-huh. sorting. <laughs> And was it tense while he was taking it in case it I, wasn't compatible? Did you have a lawyer on speed dial? I was like a little... I am ashamed to admit that a part of me cared at all. Um, <laughs> I, I thought he was a Ravenclaw. He turned out to be a Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. And so it was great. But, and you know... Because um, he's a dick? No, I was just No, like, no, that's Oh, not, no, that's Slytherin. That's, that's Slytherin. I'm, I was Slytherin. Yes, and so is Zacharino, and there's lots of great Slytherins. Sure. The problem is, is like the Harry Potter narrative is through the eyes of Gryffindor. They're, they're enemies. So we don't... Mm-hmm. We only hear bad stuff about Slytherin. Slytherins mm-hmm. yeah. she has like done a ton in like post like writings and speakings about like that's because it's Harry's point of view it, it right. isn't they're not it's you're not doomed to I'm not evil, evil. yeah, yeah like some of Slytherins are pretty thinly veiled uh Nazi allegories yes. and then some are just like I'm going to school <laughs> right like I'm ambitious and yeah. like like I can be shrewd oh you're a Slytherin like yeah um mm-hmm. and they are sort of uh, they have Gryffindors can also be like cocky so like they I think Gryffindors and Slytherins are sort of opposite sides of the same coin of just like yeah. where you put your I think they're definitely the the cockiest brashest most confident of houses yeah. so it's whether or not you filter that into like ambition or like bravery but you can be a showboat in Gryffindor and you can be just like someone who achieves goals in Slytherin yeah. yeah, you don't have to be bad. I'm not uh, bad, guys. I'm good, <laughs> but I'm a Slytherin. I may sure do. Is that, do I have a dark side like everyone? Of course. Of course. You're penning a little puppy dog right now. Yeah, the as dog we might speak. Look at There's nothing wrong with you. Could an evil man have a dog like dogs. this? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Evil people have cats. We'll post as many Uh-oh. films have established. We'll post a uh, photo of my nice dog. I'm say evil people have cats. I I have a story about Harry Potter uh, symbols and iconography. Uh, when so the, I first went to Hogsmeade in Orlando in 2012, and I was with my family and my girlfriend at the time, and uh, you know we're walking around in all the shops, and again we said the merch is good like mm-hmm. the wands are like nicely made yes. wooden 
wands. Uh, I, I for one, this kind of sounds so lame. The stationery is very good. Like yes. the letterheads, and there's letter paper you can get and <laughs> notebooks and all these beautiful books. Jason, I bought stamps there. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, and I, I mailed some <laughs> postcards. From the Owlry? From the Owlry. Come on. Yeah. Oh, and they give it a custom stamp. Uh, and they give stamp. you the custom yeah. stamp. Like Disneyland. And, That's a nice like little like, yeah. advance of that idea. Um, so uh, I was looking at little, po- I was like, oh, maybe I'll get a little pocket notepad. And, and you know, they had all the houses. And I'm like, oh, look at this cute little guy. Look at this cute. Maybe I'll get this one. And they're like, that's Hufflepuff. You would like that. My family fucking roasted me. Uh. Everyone's fucking <laughs> roasted my ass. Because I'm like, oh, this Hufflepuff one is nice. I like this one. They're like, yeah, you would, asshole. <laughs> oh, Jason, I'm so sorry. <laughs> See, I feel- yeah, now it's happening all over again. We're living. No, 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 no. I'm saying we are living in a I feel like we're really living in the age of Hufflepuff there's been because I took this pot the Pottermore test became like really really big I think like the summer of 2014 when I was in Zach and I were in Scotland and everyone was taking it and there were all these Hufflepuffs and they were like bummed but now I think that there's been like once people have seen just how many like awesome people are Hufflepuffs there's like a huge movement for Hufflepuff pride I like tons more people are like pro Hufflepuff than ever before you you get your first uh, famous Hufflepuff in I'm sorry the not very good Fantastic Beast movie but Newt mm. Scamander is a Hufflepuff so oh, okay. a lead of one of, of the new break off franchise is a Hufflepuff isn't isn't like their their game sort of like nice yeah. nice people <laughs> loyal <laughs> yeah that's good loyal hardworking and kind yeah yeah I, like sorry I think like if it's great to be a Hufflepuff oh, like cool. I think Hufflepuffs are probably the least likely to be bad. You know, yeah. like they might be like the they might be less likely to be like huge. They might have like smaller percentage of huge heroes, but I think they also have the lowest percentage of assholes. So like, hey, that's nice. Yeah, isn't that nice? I, I will take the quiz before this comes out and, and post the results, yes, so please. we can officially see. Yes, I should too. Uh, uh, I yeah, won't you know have. what it means, but I'll yeah, I'll do oh, it. If you are a Ravenclaw and you're a Hufflepuff, we'll have all four represented. Oh, oh yeah, how about that? Fun. How about that? I like oh, that. Fingers crossed. I like that Hufflepuff is now becoming more accepted. It's a lot like uh, I think people are reconsidering their ideas about what Juggalos are as well now. <laughs> because Juggalos at a march and yeah. they've been classified as a gang and that might not be fair. And I think yeah. it sounds yeah. like Hufflepuffs have not been treated fair. And I now we're fairly. Exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly the same. They I'm a also, violent J in the quiz. <laughs> they also, though, I'm also a violent J. Not a shaggy too dope. Part of the theory is that Hufflepuffs might be like stoners. Their house is like um, by the kitchen and uh, like there's a little. Oh, you know, I think some of the like tee hee hee about Hufflepuff is that oh, they like. Oh, I see. Well, I do like, love treats and I do love like, snacks from the kitchen yeah. and I do love marijuana. <laughs> they're, just uh, like, <laughs> they're chill little badgers who are just like nice and and like maybe they're stoned and their common room is like really sunny and round. Um, oh, yeah. boy, that actually sounds really pleasant. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. great. Like you, sh- no one should be ashamed to be. No one should be ashamed from any house. Every house has pros and cons. Huh. Do they like discount hotel deals and naps? <laughs> oh boy, I'm all over that. It oh. says here the official app of uh, Hufflepuff is Hotel Tonight. So you can get a great deal on a last minute hotel room. And now the hotel.com rep is uh, Hotel Tonight, hotel tonight is, is, is leaving? Uh, no, the hotel.com rep is not coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pissed that, them off they, too many they times. Died, yeah. they died. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, the typical way that we end up uh, ranking the rides is uh, keep it as is, plus it up, or burn it to the ground for insurance money. Uh, it seems a little silly to do it with the world of Harry Potter because so how, much, and we haven't even covered we've scratch the surface. And to yeah. how to, Let's for just, us to say burn it to the ground for insurance money, how like flippant and brazen would we be? <laughs> that would be uh, a little like, wild. Boy, yeah. what like demanding theme park nerds to say, eh, start over, because it's it's we, all obviously incredible. We've already and you've already been giving us such good plus it up ideas, mm-hmm. but like yeah, like I guess we can we can talk even any other ideas of like what would make Ways this place to, even I have more only magical. One and it's very tiny, which is that it, as part of the immersive world uh, uh even the atm uh, not the atm but the card reader machines when you buy something are like part of the world there's they're like a weird 40s looking little like industrial mm. steampunk looking kind of piece and boy do they not work boy are the <laughs> employees frustrated but in both of the transactions i made like the 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 shopkeeps are like rolling their eyes and somebody had to say to me like yeah often muggles find them difficult to use <laughs> so as much as Insert i appreciate the chip here <laughs> well, we tried three times. Swipe the magnetic strip, young man. <laughs> I, I did have a young a young guy we, um, when I went with my niece, and she got a Hermione one because you can also get a character specific one. And he took, I gave him cash, and he said, "Huh, weird. I'll never get used to the fact that your money doesn't move." And I was like, oh, "So good." Nice. Yeah, that yeah. Is, oh, that's good. He was like good. a dorky sixteen-year-old with like braces, and I was like, "You committed," and I loved it. It's got to be the most fun part of the park to work in, and I think that Ollivander show. If you're playing a character in a park, that's got to be at oh the yeah top, right? Yeah. yeah. Also, other... we didn't talk about Moaning Myrtle in the bathrooms. Oh, oh yeah, she's oh, in the men's right. room too. There's a little sad girl that's. <laughs> Well, in the, in the book, the she room. is mostly in the men's room. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And oh, is it not in the... Uh, yeah, because, boy, it's present in the men's room. It's, it's in the women's yeah, room. It's impossible to ignore in the men's but room. In the book, saying, she's haunting the boys' room because she's thirsty. She's yeah. super thirsty. For anybody who hasn't been... Wait, I, I couldn't... Does anyone know offhand? Could someone like do a line? or There's a lot of bubble sounds, and it smells like cotton candy. And what is the kind of thing that you hear in the bathroom? Like anyone? Does anyone know offhand? Like what Myrtle it's says? It's this weird, like, giggly... <laughs> It's like very like yeah. It's like a real mirthful. Oh, kind you've of... come back to my bathroom, have you? <laughs> like go. very like. I just... Don't clog the toilet this time, yeah. idiot. Yeah, she roasts. She roasts your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Careful. One more flush, please. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a yeah, strange it's vibe to be in in there. And she does the like woo, which is like how she travels in the movies. Like when she like comes in, she makes like. Is yeah. what? Oh. How is Myrtle? What? How old is she? Is she? Uh... She's like thirteen or fourteen. Okay. Um, and we meet her first in Chamber of Secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see we see her again in uh, book uh, in Goblet of Fire, book four, mm-hmm. and uh, Half Blood Prince, book six. And she in a, she's in a bathroom in all of them. She, that's where <laughs> she died. She died in a bathroom. Okay. Um, I feel like I shouldn't tell you why. Okay, if you're that's read fair. The books. I will. I will. Um, mm. but uh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, th- there's one other weird, like the fact that everything is customized to that end. Uh, the bathrooms are called something really odd and formal, and then the stroller parking. Wait, I have a photo. Oh, they're yeah, pram parking. Yeah, they're called prams. Nice. They every single thing is customized. Over the ATM, there's a little Gringotts logo. There's nothing that is just a regular uh, America thing yeah. in yeah. this place, it's which great. is nice. Um, a, a plus up that I appreciated this year was that they did anything for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Last year they didn't, which was insane to me. 
there this year it looked gorgeous all covered yeah. in like garland and hot. it was so it looked great did they did you see the lights mm-hmm. show then yeah, yeah. I think he, I think we both agreed. Like nice, fun, little short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not see the summer version. Oh, I saw the summer version, uh, and it was packed. It's a little claustrophobic there in yeah. the summer when they're doing that lights. But were the lights at the Christmas time Christmassy? Yes. Oh, cool. It was like carols and a big tree, and Great. yeah. We we didn't even talk about the street for the fro- uh, frog choir, the Tri Wizard uh, Tournament yes. pep rally. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to do another one. Yeah, we'll have we to, have to do, do a yeah. two parter event. Uh, fortunately, part. we know a lot of people who really like Harry Potter <laughs> in the entertainment industry. <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah. Eventual episodes. Oh, yeah, uh, any other thoughts? Oh yeah, yeah. Plus, uh, thinking about plussing it up, you brought up the fact that like there's not enough fun magic in the candy shop, and it's like yeah, let's. Figure out a way where it feels like you're in this like fun chaos. So like, get like a child performer to slip on some fudge every ten minutes or something. <laughs> like, have it be like a ice fudge spill totally. or, or yeah, like I some. I think there should be things flying on the ceiling. That's what I'm. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. A, a child performer gets hit in the head with a box of candy yeah, yeah, or yeah. something. Like- <laughs> I believe oh, well, you might be a Slytherin. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay, they don't have to be children. Maybe they're adults. Maybe they're yeah. Like it, Mike like, does call those movies uh, the movies where children get hurt. Like he doesn't even refer to Matt yes, Harry Potter. He's yes, like, I like the movies like where children when... get hurt and are menaced. Yes, <laughs> those I... called again. What are those called again? What are those? And I... the menace. Leave it to Beaver. No, no, no. Harry yeah. Potter. <laughs> I don't like Leave It to Beaver. I don't like the Dennis and Menace movie because he sticks it to the adult. I like. I wish it was like Mr. Wilson's successful uh, revenge on Dennis. That would be what I would like. <laughs> I'm gonna bang the garage door on your head. <laughs> yeah, boy. like fun, fun pranks like where fun, a kid gets hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, like more stuff like that. And I guess it could be adults getting hit with candy too. But it, to me, it seems less fun. Sure. <laughs> so child abuse next. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, I would like some plus it up stuff too. I mean, uh, a big complaint about the Hollywood one is the sight lines. Like you can see so much around it. Now, clearly the trees they've planted around it will grow. This is a thing that happens when you open a new area or land in a theme park is they plant saplings and then they grow and cover it. Like the early pictures of California Adventure uh, are pretty pathetic, uh, uh, especially in some of the more redwoodsy part. And now they look great. Now it's been... Uh, uh, well over a decade. They just had the signs that say tree on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tree work. coming. Tree coming. <laughs> if Come our pixie dust. Uh, uh, but yeah, I would like, I would like more, more can't, because I mean, this, this area is not going to change, change for a long time. So yeah. I think the stuff you have to do is, yeah, new merch, new food, new treats, like rotate some stuff through, yeah. uh, yeah, I agree. I like the full drink menu. I've like seen stuff online that there are more drinks in Orlando. I think mm-hmm. give us yeah. all the drinks, rotate in a few of the least popular three broomstick menu. Get get some projections of little elves making my food. Uh, even though yes. that's slave labor. Yeah. Um, really good idea. Uh, oh, more ice cream. They have the ice cream out here. They have some of it packaged out yeah. here, the ice cream. But like in Florida, they Wait have until like you sticky taste this ice coffee cream. pudding. Oh. Uh, clotted cream was really good. Like, Earl Grey I had Earl was Grey, very good. Um, uh, the peanut butter, peanut butter and strawberry ice cream. Again, I think Harry Potter eats that in the books, but it's like, oh yeah, this is like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I've 
ne- but no one I can't say I've ever had peanut butter ice cream with strawberry in it. Like, how has no one done this before? This is great. And butterbeer soft serve, of course, in Florida. That's yes. great. Uh, oh, which they don't have here. Which oh, they right. don't have here. Which is your favorite version of butterbeer? Oh, yeah. Barely talks about butterbeer. Uh, cold, not frozen. Same. Yeah. Cold. I think it's cold. Yeah. I didn't do it. It was 11 a.m. Oh. I was slightly hungover, and the ride. But you made had me a beer. You had a regular already. beer. I didn't have a regular beer. Hair the dog, <laughs> right? Hair the dog situation. Love you, those beers. Real you good can beers. you can get the butter beer and get a shot of that fire whiskey poured in. If you could, yes, but the, they won't. You have you to have do to do it. it. You have to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I the hot one is delicious, but you can only have like three sips. It's like literally it's a sweet. melted cookie. Yeah, it's yeah. so good, but it's so much. I, butter I, beer potted cream, like a parfait, yes. putting parfait kind of thing. Very good, but again, super sweet. I wish there was half serving of butter beer because it does feel like it's a lot. Yes. Yeah. I had the butter beer fudge once, and it was very good, but it is it's insane. It's so sweet. I make my own boozy butter beer for you know like mm. midnight screenings of new movies type of of situations, nice. wow. and I do um you know cream soda butterscotch schnapps and uh like uh, a golden rum and then if you whisk vanilla ice cream with club soda it will float like the head wow holy shit (laughs) is that that's not they never do that in the books there's never like harry with a flask and he dumps a little liquor into the butter butter beer in the book is mildly alcoholic oh it is yeah the kids get a little fucked up oh i didn't didn't realize that a house elf can get wasted on it it's very 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 slight like the same as like drinking like Like a kombucha yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's the thing i'm interested in because i've never read the books either i am interested in the more transgressive stuff where they get a little drunk and like you know the you just want to what you just want to read about kids getting drunk yeah, getting drunk. I want to read about like, kids getting hurt. You want to read about them getting drunk. Yeah, I should mention that my uh, my like longest friend, my childhood best friend, uh, had this like viral thing this year where he via text message revealed that he he'd been reading the Harry Potter books all the way through, and then uh, uh, started saying some things to his friend about like stuff that was happening in them. And she was like, "What are you reading?" And figured I out saw it was that. a yeah. I figured you might have seen this. Yeah, yeah. She he was reading an erotic fan fiction <laughs> that was very well published. <laughs> Of the of Order of the Phoenix, yeah, That's that was incredible. like that was my oldest friend Chris Chapel, and he it was like this whirlwind of several days where it was like oh like oh that story's funny oh my god everywhere's picking it up every he's been interviewed by many many things that's here. so funny but it has all I didn't I don't know all the details offhand but I did know it involved asserting that the wizarding age of consent is fifteen <laughs> oh <laughs> and that and that there's like. Like weird, there's like characters, like fake rapes. They lie about rapes that happen in these books, oh. and he's telling his friend like these books are a lot crazier than I thought. Uh, uh, and they, uh, and it tipped the scale. Well, there is yeah. There's a an obscene amount of Harry Potter fan fiction, and yeah. once you get to a certain amount of fan fiction, it pretty quickly turns erotic for oh, any yeah. topic. So yeah. I think there's multiple because I, I was looking up. I wonder if I could find that book, and it was like the top twelve Harry Potter erotic fan fiction like there's so there's way too many to even i think there's 12 entire sets of all seven books that exist wow Wow. crazy jesus christ as immersive (laughs) as the park so i'd like (laughs) to see some of those on sale yeah (laughs) some of the the body are coming of age takes yeah Yeah. Yeah, they are coming of age books so there is a little that comes up every now and then comes up in the movies uh yeah i mean they're 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 kissing they're they're, getting crushes they're you know like it's still pretty tame they yeah. also don't get drunk, Jason. They they like are like they felt a little. It's not like 
There's no like. All right. Okay. I just like, don't want you to get your hopes up. He's a little, a little Jack little Daniel's dessert. Yeah. yeah. They do talk about like we're we're gonna see if we can get fire whiskey, you know. But they. Yeah. 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 There's like allusions to right, but they don't make a beer run. No, and there, <laughs> yeah. there's no like you don't ever hear about like they're um getting tipsy enough that their like actions are affected. Right. right. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, do you think? What do you think about a movie version of the Cursed Child play? No, thank you. No. Did you see the Cursed Child? <laughs> no, I would love to. Have I've you read, read it. it? Okay. Don't care for it. Really? Yeah, it's okay. I think I like it actually more as like a theater nerd than a Harry Potter fan mm-hmm. because I love just like how willing to do spectacle on stage they seem to be. So I would love to see that. I think like that would be sort of amazing. But there's lots of stuff in the storytelling that I feel like undercuts the purity of the original. Mm-hmm. Also, a lot of writers on that, right? Yeah, like, a couple of writers feel, and JK. And, it doesn't feel totally yeah. pure. I don't. I mean, spoilers. Spoilers about Chris Child. Do we care? Been out for over a year, right? I, like I think the paperback fact and hardback. That and one of his kids is a Slytherin. I think that does mm-hmm. more than yeah, anything. I think that's interesting. To be like, yeah. hey, this doesn't mean as much as like it meant to Harry at eleven. Like, obviously, it, like. Obviously, the whole backbone of wizarding education isn't predicated on one fourth being evil. Right. So, like, I think that is really cool, and like dealing with that is is super neat. But there's really lazy time travel stuff that is like, what the oh. f? We can do way better than this. Really, there's time. Tra- oh. Yeah, because that third movie, uh, uh, the Alfonso Cuarón mm-hmm. one, he directed that. Uh, they, I thought they handled time travel in that great. Yes, like I thought that. But it that was is also amazing that movie. then like that doesn't become like a massive part of the series. Oh, yeah. And yeah. this is like a huge part of the story uh-huh. is part time travel. And it's like, huh. oh, that's not good. The thing that yeah. is like... Uh, a a um, unsubstantiated theme park rumor that really, uh, uh, or a theme park guy, uh, was it, I forget how long ago this was, someone speculated that Warner Brothers is waiting for the three lead actors to hit the ages they and are then they'll make three Cursed Child movies. Cursed Child movie or movies. That would be that cool. That was quickly debunked, Aww. I feel like. But yeah, but still, of course, they want to do they it. They want to do that. They want to yeah. suck as much money out of it as they can. That would be cool. But I do feel like, going back to what I said originally, I think what's cool about it is like trying to make magic work on stage in front of you. Right. Yeah, I think that's... I think that's yeah. the main appeal of Cursed Child. As a fan, would you rather have them make like seven movies where they're all old like like star wars style now where you see all the old the people you love but now they're ancient or remake the seven movie the original seven i think remake because there's a lot of stuff there's lots of like meat that got left on the Uh bone um and the whole stakes of the story should should be gone voldemort is vanquished like i don't i you can't come up with a better baddie than voldemort what if it was like a Let's just say like a Snoke type has taken Voldemort's place. A Supreme Leader Snoke type Voldemort. He's like, looks like Voldemort. He's unclear exactly where he came from. Is that, that's not a good idea maybe? I'd much rather get, I'd much rather get into prequel territory. I'd much rather see Harry's parents. I'd much rather see a Marauders movie Mm -hmm. or I'd rather see um, a Founders movie. The Founder, Founding of Hogwarts. Oh, Um, sure. I'd be much more interested mm. in going back, right. which is what um, the Fantastic Beasts thing is, but like a specific mm-hmm. sub-story. Sure. I, I'd much rather go back in magical history, I think, than forward. Mm-hmm. Mm. First Child goes forward, and it's like... Yeah. They have to just invent time travel to be like, Voldemort could come back through time. You know, like, it still is Voldemort. Right. And you're like, well, yeah. I don't know, guys. Mm. What then? 
Well, um, do, do we have the, then uh, uh, any any other thoughts about uh, uh, any of any if anything from any of those that you'd want to see in the part? Any other any final yeah, any fo- final I mean, wish like fulfillment? Said, we barely scratch the surface. On I these. think it would be rad to have as much as I didn't love the movie. A Jungle Cruise type ride about Fantastic Beasts. Mm. Oh, that's great! Like yeah. it's begging uh-huh. for it. Sure. With with like the same a little bit like pithy detached attitude maybe of junk. Maybe you can't directly rip that off. Maybe it's too too bald. But like, <laughs> I think some sort of magical creature, like mini zoo experience, like like even a safari type ride where you see magical creatures in their habitats, and that's a good way to get that new. Uh, series incorporated into the parks. I That's think. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and yep. yeah, it does feel like there are infinite. I think there there could be like many genres of ride within yeah. Harry yeah. Potter. That's how I, I think a water shows. ride is maybe time, and that would be a, a good mm-hmm. way to do oh, it. Oh, that'd be fun. And you're start the, all of these rides are starting to edge towards the back of that hill, so you could use like at least in Universal Hollywood, so you can like use the natural well, slope. Well, please to do don't something. take Jurassic Park away. That's the only other good ride. Oh no, the I other don't think hill. Mr. Spielberg. Uh, yeah, that yeah, ride is so good. But we can have two water rides in that park i think maybe it'd be more maybe it could be fun to be more like a rapid ride um yeah but um but i guess maybe it would be too similar to jurassic park because i am imagining uh going and looking at docile animals and then all of the fantastic beast movie some creatures escaped yeah you know i was just gonna i'd be fine if they rethemed every ride to harry potter at universal hollywood why not? You yeah. want you're gonna you let the animal actors enough. stage go? Well, but then they're fun Harry Potter animals. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just yeah, put it's a little thing. Owls. It's all it's owls. All different variety of and owls. it's like yeah, phoenix. Can and, an owl and come out in its underwear uh, <laughs> uh, in a or in a bathrobe? Uh, yeah. uh, looking for their their missing bra. For Can sure. an owl uh, <laughs> have big lips and impersonate Mick Jagger? I'm not letting the Buck crucial beak. parts of the animal actor Buck stage beak go. Can impersonate Mick Jagger? There could be a whole thing with his beak. And like they like he comes out and he does a strut while like Miss You plays or something. Like, let's be honest, there's yeah, a, there's ways there's to do a, it. There's a world for and this. the yeah. Rolling Stones are English, so it works in the works. universe. Hey, wow, yeah. all ties together. Uh, um, well, all right. Hey, I think all this being said, uh, Jess McKenna, you survived podcast the ride. Thank you so much for uh, yeah, joining us. It's uh, we this so crazy that we barely touched upon perhaps the best <laughs> ride in one of the best rides. I know in the world. we got. There's only a small portion of this more. episode. Yeah, that's it shows what a great comment. job they did that uh, uh there's so there's you could that you could talk about the food almost primarily it's, yes. it's insane yeah uh but yeah thank you so much for coming and lending your your expertise thank you for um, having me yeah anything you'd like to plug or Where direct people, people find to? you yeah um, you can find me at jess r mckenna on twitter and uh yeah check out off book the improvised musical podcast comes out every tuesday hey wonderful cool. can i interest anyone in playing this yeah. lottery of yeah, i will have one of these beans yes right. uh yeah yeah uh i don't know if i have the flavor guide offhand but i think don't I'm, look don't cheat i'm 90 percent sure i got the vomit one no no i think vomit oh, like is oh no, no maybe let's find yeah, out maybe i'm gonna eat the weirder one hold We're on doing a great podcast thing tasting and crinkling and chewing mm. oh yeah right I into the it. mic very cherry mine's fine mine tastes just kind of generically jelly beany I think you might I have gotten a, watermelon, maybe? Oh, yeah, maybe watermelon. I got a vanilla, yeah, like, watermelon. cream type of a thing. This is all great. How's yours? Oh, great. Well, great. What a I got pleasant, yep. pleasant. Wow. We all won the day. Ooh, we this one it. tastes like piss. 
Oh, oh my shit. god. Oh, the oh, piss oh, one. oh, 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 no. We it's ended on bad a sour note after it's all. It's a bad one. All right. Uh, oh, shoot. Follow us on Twitter, podcast the ride. Email us at podcast ride at gmail.com. Find out if Mike had to be sent to the hospital or not. I'm trying to think. It might be good. Like they think it's good, but it's bad. I don't know. I can't tell if it's like the vomit or. What if it's actually spoiled? What if they the jelly bean makers fell asleep at the wheel and you get sick? It's from like an opening day of Harry Potter in Orlando somehow. <laughs> oh no! It's All weird. Right. We need to get Mike onto the feigning couch I keep in my car. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. Thanks everybody. Bye. See you soon.